0: Hello, everyone Welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Hello. Scott McLeod here joined us with my good friend and co-host, Paul Brown. Once again. Hello. And you join us once again for a dinner party for an eclectic escapade. A, well, dinner, a dinner party presented on
1: my coffee table, which mostly consists of cider. very much, yeah. yeah. And the occasional cigarette.
0: Well, we, we felt like it was only farming me. We've we've made up excuses to drink during shows before, and we will do again. But
1: <sighs> it's a cheeky little drop, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yes, that makes sense later on when we talk about this film. Yeah, but uh, it's a warranty. Why not? Why not try and find some goodness out of it by enjoying some cold, refreshing beverages?
1: Yeah, mm. and cold, refreshing other beverages which will be even colder by the time when you finish these beverages. Indeed, it's a wondrous thing. Indubitably. Yes. Yes, indeed. What a great word, indubitably. Indubitably. In. Yes. And in bubbly, bubbly, bubbly.
0: <laughs> we're, we're here to <laughs> review something that doesn't have Kelsey Grammar involved in it. As obviously, it's the first and what is now the fifth time we've done an eclectic escapades. I know. Right? Well, actually, no, that's wrong. We did, we did the, we did Toy, we did Bugs Life. That's wrong. Yeah, we did do Bugs Life. But that's the only thing we've done. That's the only thing we've done so far that has nothing to do with Kelsey Grammar, Because <gasps> other than that, we also did How in the Hay, Pearson Simpsons. Then we did Kelsey and Toy Story and that yeah. weird Christmas Carol thing. That was good. Yeah, and now we come to a film which I, I'm pretty sure Paul has been telling about and encouraging me to watch. So I think before we even had Scott and Paul's rambling podcast to begin I with, I
1: have. It's, it's a fantastic movie. I find a lot of people kind of are a bit meh on it, but you know I think it's niche. You know, mm-hmm. I think like it's one of those films you're either going to really like it or you're going to really not get it. Mm. I don't think. I don't think anyone would have Stalin's opinion as to hate the film. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You either really love it, Uh case in point myself, or you're you're not too sure of it.
2: Uh
1: You know? Well, I watched it. I really enjoyed it. I've watched it several times. I've developed many you know, what is known as the old fan theory of the, mm-hmm. the general synopsis and the feel of the movie, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm quite I'm quite well versed in it. It's a, good, it's a good turn by David Hyde Pierce. Yes. And also I don't believe I've seen the, the main protagonist mm-hmm. in anything before, because I believe that's the right terminology for him. He is a protagonist. protagonist. A strange protagonist. Maybe he's yeah, not exactly a good guy. Well, he's not a good guy, but seems to have good uh seems to have goodness in him. Mm-hmm. You know? A good guy with, with the wrong set of morals, let's just say. Yeah. Right. cool.
0: Yeah. A good guy on the wrong path. And you set up as a bad guy a lot and they open it in the first third I'll say, but it's only when you really see you know how character yeah. how you had to put him so, you had to put that character with someone so batshit that they make him seem, well, seem more of a good guy. Yeah. By comparison. Uh,
1: well, it's a, it's a very good film, it's called The Perfect, the Perfect, Host. Perfect Host starring the great, great, great David I. Pierce who so is currently starring in the thing with uh, babe, uh, Baby Newworth, uh, the, uh, that uh, thing about the cook. Ah, uh, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh no, he's in, a, he's in a thing with her just now where he's playing this woman's husband. Uh. And she's a famous chef or some shit. I've never seen it, I just know it's a thing that exists. That's as much as I know about it, you know. But, um no, personally I've seen this film pretty much when it came out, you know what I mean? Because when it came out at first it was it was all splattered all over YouTube. Yeah. You know? I only found that out, well, the second to actually see it because I'd found it in the sense that you know, that way I do something and I'm just flicking through TV. I
2: mm-hmm.
1: had seen the name come up as I was flicking, I was like, I've heard of this. Mm-hmm. David Hyde Pierce is in this, I'm mm-hmm. going to give this a watch. By the time I got to the end of it, I was like, fuck, ah. that is some fucked up shit. <laughs> you know, very, very, very intriguing movie. I mean, we. We start out... Hey, we're not going straight into the film. Oh, I'm, so, the I'm so desperate to We have a structure to it. these things, Paul. I I, I, I apologise for my eagerness, Scott. Um, I have looked forward this to is, talking of this film for such time.
0: This is the most giddy I've ever seen Paul to get into a review of something in... maybe ever. <laughs> I can't think of a previous example. Yeah, I'm giddy, and I'm, and I'm warm and
1: annoyed as well. Mm. But hey, this film brings me joy. Uh, just because I, I,
0: I find it... A good movie. Mm-hmm. A good movie. You find it a good movie. It's definitely uh, interesting because I remember you showed me the trailer years ago, and like I think you even talked about like the idea because like you can see it in points like the idea of what if Niles went truly bad. So like yeah, you know, the hints of creepiness you see of him when he what if what if Daphne had married Donnie? Like the episode to dial in for Marley dead. Come join me the on the balcony. The balcony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still on the day. Mm-hmm just have to think. Hey, Dad. Oh, Dad. What Dad. a beautiful sunset. Dad. Come
1: join me on the balcony.
0: It's a cheeky little trap, isn't it, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if, that, what if that, what if Nails further spiralled after that is what you can see from his character and in this film all of it? Yeah. Nails after dark. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> because, because I think after... This is what goes on in the Shangri-La. Like I, told, I, I talked to you about it and uh, we talked about it with the Christmas Carol film we did that came out too. unfortunately we came out shortly after one of the first things that will come out for Kelsey. Are after Fraser? Yeah. Whereas the other th- three things we've done were happening while Fraser was still going on. Cause they were the two Disney Pixar movies released in '98 and '99 respectively. Yeah. Fr- it was still going on. It was Fraser. Like it was a few, like three or four seasons in when The, the Simpsons. They did the stuff for The Simpsons where they were both in it. Cause they even have. That bit where it comes up. Crazy hey, as a we'll seal. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Usually, I'll be happy if anything doesn't. It sounds like it was burrowed a toilet. That'll seventy-two then. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the first one that's quite how long afterwards because I this came out officially. And, when it, and you'll know why I say officially all you know, that because I've got my info. That I I do like to look into it, but films. I, so I have to look at the, I have to give you that before we get into the plot. I of the film. saw my dreams go up in a shower of cream and crust. This came out in like twenty eleven, so this is the most the longest period after Fraser after Fraser we've looked at something and Once you can get past the uh, or in my case, once you get past the God, you've the years have not been kind to you, David Hyde Pierce.
1: You can, I think this is when he was just on the turn of no mm. return. though. this is when he still kind of looked like David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, as opposed to looking like a very old man.
0: Ironic, he voiced over that character in Hellboy. And then wouldn't have himself created because he thought it was a disservice to Doug Jones who did the physical. Yeah. And yet, weirdly, as he's getting less hair and getting older, like, well, you're starting to turn into your hell character now, aren't you, David? <laughs> what was it? Abe? Abe Sapien? Abe Sapien, because he was discovered the day Abraham Lincoln died, as he explained in the film. I was about to say Abe Vigoda, but that's <laughs> the old guy from The Godfather that hadn't died for years <laughs> to the point where they made a joke him. He'd done stuff like that and everything, but I think he'd done, between Frasier and this, quite a bit of theatre.
1: Oh, yeah, well, he's,
0: he's naturally, I think David A.
1: Pierce is naturally uh, more akin to the theatre than mm-hmm. the, the, the TV screen, you
0: know? I mean, it didn't he yeah, didn't know a lot about opera when going into, like, Asia and learned a lot of it from John Mahoney. Yeah. Is, yeah. But, but, he, but he would have a successful time, like, at least one at least a one-time Tony Award-winning actor. Yes. Yeah, and I think him and his husband being there, and it, him and his husband embracing when he thought he won was one of the first probably displays of him showing um, so when people like I am in a relationship with a man, and everything—that's my man. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he wasn't a very open about like I'm sure some people within Frasier knew everything. But ah yeah, but I think
1: David ike Pierce is one of those more classic people. You know, those was people that like to keep their business. Mm-hmm. You know, their business. Mm-hmm. Like it's was- it's a very it's a very 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 <sighs> it's a very lacking thing in the current society. If you ask me, people mm. keeping their business their business, but he had a classic
0: way of, you know, keeping his business his business. Well, don't no, no, to get too stuck on this point, but I think, uh, I mean, again, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with somebody if they don't feel comfortable, kind of, they won't keep their business, there, but that's fine. I'm just thinking, uh, I just say, I think nowadays it's more of a point of people are more accepting of, like, I am this, like, but like, more, most people, not everyone obviously, they're, oh, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but most people are like, cool.
1: Yeah, that's the thing though, like, mm-hmm. nowadays, if you see if you got, if someone comes up to you and goes, I am this thing, and you just go, oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Some of them would think you're hateful for that, for, you know, not really having an opinion. My mum's got a friend who, who's gay, a woman a man, she worked with work for many years, and he, he's been in a relationship uh, with a man for many years, and the man he's with still feels uncomfortable even nowadays, like, holding hands in public, because... Mm. He spent many years obviously under the persecution. Well he's been I think they're both like older, like coming in their fifties now, so he remembers a time where people did not look at them favorably for mm. so I think I think if you're a bit if you're older, like being a type here says, and you know, you maybe grew up and you're discovering that you are part of the LGBT community at a time where people weren't as as open. That even yeah. when even when they start becoming open, there's still a bit of hesitancy in your mind. I don't I don't wish to get into what You don't want to get yourself into a political
1: quadrant. Yeah, obviously, I don't want to put
0: myself in other people's <laughs> shoes and speak on their behalf and everything. The but
1: but I'd assume... You know the best thing to do? Just never say anything. <laughs> say for <of> that with. Feel <laughs> like me. Have no opinions
0: on anything. I'm that you don't have opinions on things. Yeah, so. I have opinions, but I'm not going to state my opinions. Well, not stating opinions is not the same as not having opinions. Yeah, well, it... Uh, Yes, sometimes, you know. I'm not going to get into that now because we'll be here all day. I'm going to have a cigarette. You do that, Paul. Anything you really want to tell us about what you've been up to before we oh, well, uh, we start on the show? And I, I will ask you
1: similar myself once I've told. Well, you. Well, it's only no, polite. I have, I have, you know, I've been getting on with my steps. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying that actually. I've noticed. I don't know if you noticed when you started doing the steps, uh-huh. but after the third day of doing it. I didn't struggle going uphill so much after that. I was good with that. I thought sometimes struggle uphill,
0: it just depends.
1: Well, it, de- it depends on A, how long you've been walking and yeah. B, if it's fucking like it's been today. Like I was walking back home today,
0: mm-hmm.
1: quite happy with my, my amount of steps I'd done. But I was getting to the hill just at the bottom of the road as you know, mm-hmm. Hardgate Hill. And you know that way where you're walking? But every step you take you can feel your knees seizing up. Yeah. Yeah, I was like that and I was like, I felt like uh I felt like Steve Martin and the three amigos and he's chained up and he's like, Gonna make it? Gonna make it I was kinda like that going up the hill. I was like, Gonna make it, gonna make it and then the ground leveled out and I was like, Ah oh, I made it <laughs> It was it was so gratifying. And then I got home and sat down for half an hour until my knees stopped hurting. Yeah. But, I, I pushed through, damn it, I pushed through to my own
0: detriment. I mean, I, I know the feelings of walking for a certain period of time, feeling fine, like ah, oh, I feel great, I'm getting definitely getting used to this walking, sitting down for a while. Oh, I must now get up and then when you stand up like, oh my leg! <laughs> <laughs> you, you think of the SpongeBob thing, my leg! <laughs> like, I had one, I had to get back from my brothers, I got the bus back from his, where he stayed in I i got to the city centre, I had to go pick up Dexter for man so I walked through the town to the bus depot, <laughs> Off, off the bus, walked round to hers, walked all the way back from hers to my house with Dexter because I could. It's like because that was a decent enough walk for Dexter, and it was hopefully settled down a little bit for my mom and dad would do back in the evening. Yeah, walked uh, back. Uh, like, Dexter was happy, so I sat on the couch to you no know, rescue, but even though my life didn't feel tired, Dexter snuggled up next to me. Everything like I gotta go, go get, make Dexter eat dinner, and that, that, that you'll find maybe with with Milo, your cat, everything like your pets snuggled up next to you, and your everything. was it's very peace- nice, seeing them very peaceful, like. But now I must get up, and they're so close to you. Mm. If you get up, you know you will disturb them. But I stood up, and that was one of those like, my legs! My
1: legs! See, I I don't worry about that whole moving your cat thing as much as you may worry about moving Dexter, because Mm -hmm. I know fine well the minute I stand up, I'm usually standing up to get him some treats or dinner or water or something. And the minute I step up, like clockwork. The second he hears the food drawer opening, yeah, he's already at the bowl. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, come on, whilst we're young, mm-hmm. none of us are getting any fucking younger prick, hurry up, with the food.
0: Mind of, like, we've got a drawer It's filled with all sorts of stuff around, like food, treats, treats and med, sometimes we, medicine things that he has to take, we have but see he would go for it. There's this stuff that we give him to clean his ears every so often, and if he open the door and he thinks that that's what you're getting, he'll hide under the table, <laughs> dining table. Uh, if it's not that, you need to, quickly, you need to show him and coax him out with the thing you actually have to get him to come in. Don't <laughs> worry, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, do you? If, you? if Mom does clean his ears, he goes in a huff with her for a good few hours <laughs> after that. Is he not our friend? Like, I thought we were friends. How could you do this to me?
1: Because.
0: <laughs> because I could. <laughs> well, yes. What were you saying? Yes, you've been in your steps.
1: I've been doing my steps. I cleaned up my home quite significantly mm-hmm. as I'm sure you can tell it's very nice and okay. organized and nice. shit. I organized so much, more,
0: so much more floor space. Yes, I know.
1: And I, I organized my uh my liquor cabinet, shall
0: yeah. we say? Yeah, you can call it that. I've I've had a look at it. Yeah. It's fruitful, isn't it? <laughs> He's, he's got his provisions in, that's all I'll say.
1: It's best to be prepared for any eventuality. Look, if the bombs go off the I can get drunk. So sorry. <laughs> depends on how quickly you go through the bottles, doesn't it? Well, it depends how many of the bombs get set off, I might have to get it tanned before I lose it. <laughs> you know? See if I can get see if I can empty off fucking bottles before the bombs hit. Like <laughs> right. It's a challenge, fucker. I'll show you. I'll be like that guy at the end of fucking Doctor Strange love on the fucking bomb. You know, <laughs> riding the thing with the hat. I'll be sitting there watching the fucking mushroom cloud coming going, you bastard, I'm going to empty this bottle before <laughs> you get me. And then I'll only finish that sentence. But I'll still be drunk. It's bleak, but funny. <laughs> like,
0: Ha! Ah. And I haven't finished the bottle. (laughs) Well, on that bleed note, what else have you been up to? What else have I been up to?
1: Mostly just cleaning, mostly. Mostly cleaning. Mm -hmm. And looking forward to the arrival of the people to fit my new bathroom. That's nice. That's gonna be fucking great. I'm gonna... I'll I'll be in that shower for days once that's (laughs) there. I'll just live there for a while. (laughs) Because I, 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 I like, you know, to be clean mm. quite excessively, which has been less so since I've had to use my mother's shower, mm. less so, and I don't like being an burden in that sense. You know what I mean? I yeah. like to, you know, that's not my shower; that's her shower. So, but needs must, and all. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, within a little while, needs will not be. I will have a shower. And I won't have to keep pestering my mother. Well, we call. Yeah, I've just been cleaning and walking and cleaning and walking. Cleaning and walking, walking and cleaning. Yes. Yes. That has been my week. Alright. So, right back at you. How has your week been?
0: That's an awfully personal question. How dare you ask such a thing? Okay. Please,
1: <laughs> good sir, do tell us a tale of your weekly exploits. Uh, is that a little more eloquent for you?
0: I hardly think it's any of your business. Get it, tell, you prick. <laughs> to tell work here that I don't really want to go into. I no, one, no one ever wants to go into work. Well, no, there's that. <laughs> I do find that, weirdly, the days I go, I, I work home are the days I struggle most to get out of my bed. But it's like when, I, when the days I need to go into office, I know I have to get up at that time. are like, if you don't get up, you'll miss the bus and you'll you be sh- late. You should take your plane. Get there in no time. If I, had a plane, if I had a plane, I wouldn't need to work, would I?
1: I made you a plane.
0: I don't want it. I can't use that plane. You we can, w- we can, can use can the paper aeroplane, but sir. I Get said, in. So I was say, you're going very Mr. Burns and the Spruce Moose. Yes. But also, I'm not allowed to talk about certain things about work, especially not on this kind of forum, so. Well, we just say work, little testy. It was a little test day because like, I was getting myself all the shape of the things but, I shouldn't have. now
1: you're here and you're sweating because it's summer and yeah. we're doing a cool show on a good film, we've got some cider, mm-hmm. we're on my comfy couch. Yes we are.
0: It's all good. It is all good. It's all good. Man.
1: It's all good.
0: It's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're pretending to be with, with that kind of talk, just <laughs> It's all, good, man. it's all good it's good. all
1: good I, I believe I'm probably an amalgamation of many cool people i mm-hmm. have seen the films but you yeah. know what it's all good it's all
0: good <laughs> so we're we'll just getting to the film now we're clearly wasting yes, time and yes yes
1: get... let's let's let's
0: <laughs> we're going to be you're <laughs> <laughs> fucking old are you old enough yeah let me talk to you about the film let me, no. yeah <laughs>
1: yeah had, to.
0: I, had forget- to I keep forgetting every time I do that <laughs> who's narrating the
1: story? L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> lovely guy.
0: Who's starring in this film? David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or who's now? <else>? Indeed. <laughs> Who is hopefully going to win Money in the Bank?
1: L.A. Knight. Yeah. I was going to say, what, yeah. David, say what, David
0: Hyde Pierce is going to win Money in the Bank. <laughs>
1: I don't think he's got the chops for it. Yeah. No. The man is a thespian, not a pugilist.
0: <laughs> Can't believe you fell for that! Looking <laughs> uh Oh I would love to see Nails create the, chari- the character as a as a wrestling manager, wouldn't you? Hit him! Hit him again! <laughs> no, don't let him hit you! Hit him! no one no That large man's coming to speak to me! <laughs> go away! That cool again, is pelting me with peanuts. No one Paul Heyman did those weak punts to see Kevin Owens elevation Chamber... You can imagine any punches weaker than that. That's the kind of punches Nails would do if he was trying to interfere on behalf of his client. Sheep, God, like, that
1: would be a crazy match, it? Paul Heyman against Nails.
0: So, <laughs> so, like Mister Brown, weekly tries to use a use a bit like, What are you doing? Giving you the beating of a lifetime. <clears throat> I suppose the body did his video across the But but let me give you some in, info about the film. Yes, I to yes, details. I
1: do. I do love the due diligence from film.
0: So this film was, this is also an independent way released film, actually. It's
1: rather, rather, would you say, it has achieved somewhat of a cult status amongst, mm-hmm. would you say amongst that type of film, or fans of that type of film, or David Hyde Pierce fans, or...
0: A mix of both, I think. I'll, or, I'll call him a little bit. Because those people who have seen him as Niles or know the name, Pierce would have been, obviously, probably surprised to see this kind of thing, or maybe one of those films, like you said, that doesn't get much upon its initial release, but once it goes on... It's more available online and places like that. Yeah, yeah, it gets more attention. It was <sighs> first released at the Sundance Film Festival in two thousand and ten. A big, big name in the world of independent film and film it festivals. There's,
1: there's, I'm very, I'm very talking of the. Oh, was it Sundance? That Johnny Depp's film was just out, Or Was that
0: Cannes? I think Cannes, the other big name. So ah, that was the one he was at the yeah. Cannes. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't released theatrically until July first of twenty ten, and it very quickly was mo- It was only a limited release and moved to streaming at the end of August, so only had a limited run and, and use, actual cinema. I think that may have mostly even been in America because I don't remember any. I don't think I think I would have noticed any cinemas in the UK carrying it. No, I mean
1: the closest you might get. You talk about an independent film it might be the GFT. Yeah, but I can't like you say. I can't seen it being any like like your Empire or so your. Cineworlds or shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. They do not favour an independent
0: movie. They just favour nonsense. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of info about this that I forgot to add to my notes, so I will I will find in the meantime, but in between I'll give you some details I didn't remember to note down. I, I await the information with the breath. But like I said, went during the, it did seem to go around the film festival circuit to start off with. Yep. It was written and directed by a man called Nick Tomey, or in some cases credited Nicholas Tomey, to give him his yeah, Sunday name. Nick Tomey. From what I can find, Nick Tomey, other than the old TV episode or odd short film, hasn't done much else before or since this film. Though apparently this was spawned from my 2002 short film that Nick did called The Host, which features no nobody from this film in it, but clearly he got a bit more directing experience on his belt. got some people to give him money, and he was like, here, here's this idea for our film that we do it into a much more larger film. Yes, I'm...
1: Um- I'm very curious. I'd love to see if that initial film is mm-hmm. on YouTube or something. Very Yeah. Oh, very curious.
0: Very curious. But uh, obviously, the biggest name in, in this film in terms of audience recognizability is or whatever David I, Hyde Pierce. I don't even know if recognizability is a, is a word. I might have just made that up. Audience recognition. Recognition. Yes, there you go. See, that's mm-hmm. the one I was looking I pulled your feet out the coals again. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the, as we were talking about the like, gaming guy, the other guy who plays Jack, yeah, Clayton Crawford is the name of the guy. It sounds like a name you give someone an NXT right now. In John, you call him Jack. Yeah. It's John.
1: But yeah, yeah, very, very um have you found out any information in regards to him? If he's done things before
0: or after, they uh, know. The only other notable thing he did is when they did—they tried to do a TV v- series version of *Lethal Weapon*. He did the—he uh, was Lee an Elginson role. Yes, Riggs. Yeah, uh, that's the <laughs> most notable thing. That ended in twenty nineteen, so I don't know what he's done since that film, or oh, the series. Sorry. I'm sure he's doing shit. Here's, here's the thing. I uh, This film actually won a few things, given where it was going around the circuit. Yeah,
1: that, well, that doesn't surprise me. Do tell.
0: Won an Audience Award the Amsterdam Fantastic Film Festival, a Saturn Award, and the Best Feature at the also won Best Feature at the Abattoir, I believe it's the year or Film Festival, which is a national horror festival held every year in Wales. Nice a Welsh horror festival. What give an award? That. <laughs> and Amsterdam Fantastic Film Festival Award and a Saturn Award. So it's really getting. Uh, uh, the Weed Smokers and the, the Welsh loved it. Yes. <laughs> it's good that I was getting some recognition around the... The uh, independent yeah, circuit. From 33 different, current so far 33 critics combined reviews have looked at it for the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score. Yeah. Uh, have they been kind? I am writing your specific reviews like I usually have with other films. Uh, they've given it a critical score of 45%. Is that good? Not the worst thing, but it's less than half, so it's not what you'd call where, where the highest percentage films are called, certified fresh in terms of how high they're scored by critics but, or by audiences, but it's also not the worst. So, what was the audience score? 55%.
1: Haha, <laughs> see, the audience knows better than the critics.
0: It's also got a 6.7 on IMDb.
1: That's good, right?
0: More than half, so. Yeah. If you're if you're you're using a school grade, it was read, it's maybe around a bit of B. Yeah, I'd say B minus, maybe. A B minus. I, I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. Some places score things differently. I know. I'm I'm only being In My school, <laughs> in my school, sixty percent between sixty and seventy percent was a B. So and seventy percent onwards was an A. So that's how my school did it. So if I go off of that one, then yeah, technically being in the six in the sixes makes it a B, but a high B.
1: See, I I don't recall exactly what my school's setup was in that regard. I just knew, simply, I either passed shit or I didn't pass shit. I didn't really care about the schematics of how much I passed it by.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But generally, I was always happy if I got above average. You know what I mean? Above average was good for me.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And in the classes that I was actually fond of, I killed in those classes. Let's say, I was a very artistic boy.
0: No, also, given that it was a limited release, and, you know, it was a smaller film. It didn't make an awful lot of money, though, either, did this film, that's sad to say. Oh. In terms what his initial box office, maybe it made some money with free runs on, tele- on television or it was released through deals to put it on streaming services, potentially. But uh, it was made on a budget of $500,000, this film. Nice. But you need to... To break even, you need to make the exact number of your budget back, and to it a profit, usually that usually in your bigger films. But you usually, in order in your bigger films to, is there you've made a profit, you need to double what your budget is. And delay, they made four hundred fifty-four thousand. Oh, also, made under the yeah. budget. Past so it was a loss. So they did make the loss, but again, like I said, it's one of those films that came out. I don't think they were shooting for. The great box of film, We're just it? doing it for a love. Yeah, and again, yeah. I believe it has kind of got across like a cult following since mm. then. Well, it's, it was
1: mostly like, it was probably like that Nick Tomei guy, probably his first run of like, oh great, I'm getting to direct an actual yeah. film. Yeah, probably first feature. Reckon, and he's yeah. like, you know, like, I've got a great actor in this movie, mm. David Ike-Pierce, I've got a great young guy in this playing the protagonist, you know, you've got that guy who went and played the our detective in yes. the film? Mm-hmm. Who annoys the fuck at me because I recognise him. Yeah, I feel like I recognise him. I bit. know him, but I'm like, from where have you come? I do not know where you, where your place
0: of origin is, man. I also I found out they shot this over the course of seventeen days.
1: Seventeen days.
0: I mean, it's all it's all set. It's majority
1: of it's set. In. We've, we've managed to film a shorter schedule than that.
0: Yeah, but ours ours was nowhere near the quality of this. Oh, you didn't have five hundred thousand, did we? No, I'm, I was assuming most of that went to David Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> but like looking at the casting of this film, if it, the effort they put into getting David Pearce and getting the guy that they got to play John. They put not nearly as much effort in getting everyone else because these are the two guys we spend most of the time with. Yeah, because uh, some of the some of these supporting characters are this is TV movie acting maybe well, for some people.
1: If you're referencing specifically.
0: Not a million specific people, but there are a few people. I, I believe, like, David I. Pierce is great. He's great. The guy, uh, Luke Kaelin or whatever his name is, Clayton, who plays Clayton, Jeff.
1: whatever his name is, he's really great. Yeah. The, the dinner party guests, mm-hmm. they're all great. The guy who I'm sure I recognise, mm-hmm. he's pretty great. No, everybody else mm-hmm. is kind of crap. Yeah. So, Mo two and everyone integral to the story involving Moes two.
0: It's good. There's a couple of younger actors who I'm looking at like this definitely screams this is this definitely screams first proper gig kind of acting and that
1: Oh some of them look like you do you want a quick job?
0: Aye. We're like I don't I'm not we look like Garth when he's left alone at Holes Weasel. Not quite sure what I'm supposed to do here. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, you were, you were so keen to get into the film, have you have something you want to say about the start of this film?
1: Oh, yeah, well, it's just the way this film starts, right? Yes. We start out right away mm-hmm. with John mm-hmm. running off, and you're not quite sure what he's done at first. Yeah. But then as it goes on, he's driving and shit, you hear the radio reports, so you kind of like... Mm-hmm. It kind of melts together, you're like, all oh, right. so obviously he's done this thing fuck, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's running about, his foot is fucked. Yeah. You know, he get he gets fucking He goes to the store to try and get some fucking
0: antiseptic and because right, we evaluate earlier that he's, cut, he's got massive yeah, cut, got cut in the fuck side. Yeah, he's got a fuck-off cut in his fruit from... Which, keep, which he keeps wrapping up, but it seems the bleeding is not stopping. because there's a point later on where he takes off and you can see the, yeah, the blood is Yeah, like a caught a caught vein or something because yeah. he's bleeding out. But, again,
1: first, the first instance in my opinion, of generally crap acting, comes here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't believe, right, it's the store owner. I mean, he wasn't the greatest. He either. wasn't the greatest, and I think his actions were like,
0: you're like, fuck you, Dan." I wonder if he was meant to be carrying the attitude of a guy who's been brawled before.
1: He didn't portray that too well. though To me, I mean, you get the scene, right? John goes into the store, he, he picks up the bottle
0: of... Because, we should, cause like you said, he was on a, like a bike initially, Dumping dumping his gloves on, he's dumping a bag or yeah, something. Yeah, dumping into bag a, Into a trash can, which I believe is... I, I'd assume it's the money that he's stole he's stolen there because we learn he has someone else helping him and I'm assuming he's dumping it there and it's a huge plan that the accomplice will then go there Yeah and he dumps it. it
1: and then the accomplice gets it mm-hmm. and so on but he goes into this store and he gets a bottle of spirit Yeah and a couple of costs and just as he's getting it mm-hmm. this woman run, this young chick runs into the shop and mm-hmm. holds the fucking shop up Yeah and I actually like the initial scene here I think like uh, this is where I love John's acting. It was, like, right away, I love this guy. Yeah, He comes in, and this silly bitch is robbing the fucking place. It's, the guy behind the tell is such a end man. He's like, like, right, put the money in the bag. Put the money in the bag. And he's like, paper or plastic. And at that point, I'm like, why are you asking that? Just put the money in the fucking bag,
0: you dick. I think he's just... like he's, he's, you say, J.D. doesn't kill. No, he's just trying to the, like. Because he knows that I do not care. Because <laughs> you can tell the woman has a bit of confusion and then just like... Yeah, she moment, looks like, like this is her first go at it. Aye, clearly. And then she's... Because she looks very nervous and... Aye, she sees John. She was like, Hey, you, 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 come out here. And he's like...
1: "You're mm-hmm. like, look, lady, I don't want any... He's obviously... He's like the guy behind the tell. He's like, he doesn't need to be involved in this shit. He's like, look, I don't care what the fuck you're doing here. Just mm-hmm. do it and... Go date. And then for some reason, it's not like he's disrespectful or anything, Yeah, and he says uh, what I find the funniest fucking line yeah. in this first scene is like, she's like,
0: what, think I'm a lady? Mm-hmm. And he's like, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> like, she tries to get his wallet off, because I mean, he's the only other person in the store, She trying to get as much cash and everything as... Is- because the guy just lays the, the money in the car. Yeah, yeah, like, in that fucking bag.
1: I just love it. She's like, you think I'm gonna shoot you in the face? And he's like, help not. <laughs> and she's like, she looks at us and I don't, I'm like, why? Why are you making him do this? She's like, let's stuff in your hand, drop it. He's
0: like, this is the I'm last like, ball of this. So look, you think he's going to throw a
1: cloth at you? You know, like, for fuck's more sake. More so
0: of the disinfectant that he's, try, he's trying to hold on to because it's the last stuff and he needs to for you
1: to But, like, she does this. And then she catches a glimpse of the fucking the, the wee TV in the mm-hmm. store, and it clicks on her. She's like, "Oh fuck! This guy is higher up the food chain than I am in this regard." She shakes it a bit, and then he snaps the gun right after. And he's like, "Ah, no! What the fuck are you gonna do?" And he's like, "Give my fucking wallet back." Uh, Did she give him the wallet? No, she grabs the bag and runs like fuck. I think he. he, he I think.
0: He, I don't think he gets takes her gun. I think. She ends up losing her gun, but he has a gun yeah, himself yeah, yeah. as well. The, and the also, thing he's is, just come th- from coming
1: a himself. The thing is, it really annoys me, you know, in this particular fucking scene, right? In this whole instance, he's not been threatening to the shop guy, and technically, he fucking, technically done a good deed there. <laughs> you know what I mean? He went and got the wee right. bits to run out the shop. I mean, yeah, I
0: think
1: he's still got the money. Isn't nah, it? but he still, he still held a gun at heart, and never aimed at the guy, and then the guy lifts up the gun and runs it at him, and I'm like, he just chased a bitch out your shop. I actually
0: got the money, but
1: he chased it out. What the fuck are you aiming to get at him for?
0: Maybe it's a case of, like, he knows, like, this guy's also a criminal because he'll like, have seen what's on the telly. So maybe he thinks, oh, if I get, if I couldn't understand, I might get some cash after of that yeah, for turning yeah, him yeah. in. Just, it seemed a little
1: frantic, see. You know, and well, then he gets out and we could, get Luke. Because we, oh. we hear that John
0: is a bit of a career criminal and yeah, everything. a bit of a, and, a career and, man. I know he's, I know you can easily say he's been in and out of jail. I know he's a, a bit dishevelled after everything that happened with the robbery because he clearly didn't go exactly the way yeah, he Yeah, it went a little, a little little, messy. Uh, but, like, I remember watching the same thing like, well, no wonder he's been in uh, jail if he's this shit out it because... Because of how easily, like... Yeah, he, he gets just kept, uh, picked up on. Uh, he gets picked up on and plus this woman... Uh, Basically, gets away from him when he's the one. When it was a point where he's the one pointing the gun at her. Aye. And then there's a guy sitting. He's going, he's to get away. Sorry, well,
1: sorry to go back, right? But that just initially gives you an idea of the guy's character.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I don't think he's got it in him mm-hmm. to kill somebody. Yeah. He's got it in it in him to threat and make that yeah. kind of threat, but I don't think he's really got it in him mm-hmm. to kill anybody. Because if he was as hard a criminal as you're led to believe, he'd probably. Yeah. She'd have been dragged on the fire. Mm-hmm. you know, but nah, it's, it's interesting because you even in the initial scenes you already get a slight idea of the guy's character, mm-hmm. you know, which I find quite interesting. So much character uh, build is done mm-hmm. in these initial scenes. That's why I love, that's partly why I love the film so much because the character build is so good. So much is done in such a short space of time. Just to build the ideal characters.
0: And so, he eventually gets out of this door. There's a guy sitting on his motor, and you're like, I can't be doing The guy's trying shit to him. He just fucking he butts yeah, the guy, yeah. knocks him the fucking. What out. stupid thing you say, like,
1: get have my car! I
0: thought this was a toilet! No, you're you like, didn't.
1: aye, what the fuck? Bang! Done.
0: <laughs> well, you trying to do shit on my car then. You yeah, stupid idiot. And then he realises he needs to kind of get rid of the car because the TV identifies the kind of car he got away yeah. in. And they make a mod and everything so he has to get away. So he goes into this uh, this very expensive looking neighbourhood. Yeah, like
1: a, sort of gated community looking kind of. Yeah,
0: obviously people have, I mean, I mean the guy, a couple of people who you can see in this neighbourhood have houses that have pools in the backyard. Yeah. Like, like Like below ground kind of pools. The first thing he does, he gets
1: there and he notices the woman, he's like got his, uh, he's got his flim flam brain on this, at mm-hmm. uh, this point he's like, right I've got to, got to charge my way in somewhere. Mm-hmm.
0: So he sees the, he sees the, like the, Cause, the cause symbol. Did, I think the woman does get his, the last he did get his wall, he did not lose the wall in the whole scuffle so he has no cash on him whatsoever. Yeah. He, needs to, he needs to get in somewhere, away from the law and away he get back to the woman he was working with before. Yeah,
1: yeah. But he, he sees this religious symbol in the woman's window. We find it it's the sign of Jehovah, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, he starts... He said Jehovah. Yeah. He starts the whole thing and he's like, oh, I know like, I noticed, it's noticed your symbol. You know, like, I, And he spins the yarn. He's like, oh, I, I just need somewhere to go. I'm hurt. And she's like, you follow Jehovah? Mm-hmm. And... She basically, I can't catches, you quite remember a
0: goddamn line. She out because. Ah, he's
1: like, he, he mentions Christmas and they're like, we don't celebrate Christmas, wolf.
0: I, <laughs> like, like he said, oh, you've all done what happened to your cross. And he's, like, he clearly doesn't know a lot about the difference between regular Christians and Jehovah, Witnesses. who the fuck does? But like, he, he basically <laughs> says, oh, we don't. He said, "All oh, the cross got ripped off and everything during the scuffle when I was mugged and everything. Is it like your you know, we don't sell we don't know how to cross our Christmas and then Yeah he tries to put his foot into the door but she sends him away. Uh so he's like ah oh, Because like, like you said, if he was willing to kill somebody he would have put the, that foot in and then we'd try and try and try and barge his way into totally, it. Totally, totally. But then, even then like he he said them, but overall he knows there's other people in the house so Yeah, he's he's smart and non violent, really. He'd, if you think about it. Especially when you see him with, with Warwick, who is, which is anybody, the name of the happyest character we'll see in a minute, he is very much having to think on his feet and improvise a lot of this to try and keep, his spun alive to keep, it, to keep it going. You know, until it gets a bit too sinister. A lot of it does seem like a Fraser episode in that there's a dinner party supposedly meant to be happening, someone's there uninvited and... Someone's telling a lie they constantly have to spin up on before and they get... And sitting
1: having a polite conversation and drinking wine. And
0: somebody's spilling a lie that they have to constantly add on to before they get caught out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then he goes and then he, he field, looks in the mailbox of, or say, sites, and he's got a postcard from Australia. From, from his Australia, friend Julia. And reads over it, and so then he decides, oh, I'll put it, he pretends to be a friend of Julia, who he met in Australia and everything, and he's in town, he she mentions Warwick. Oh, look, I just happen to be... Hey, so like, I've been mugged, and I've lost all my luggage. He's like, I've,
1: I've lost, I've lost all my luggage. I'm, <laughs> I've been mugged, I, have messed up a little. Julia, Julia mentioned Julia wouldn't stop talking about you in Australia, and I, you're like, you're pretty much my last option, man. I mean, if you could help us out,
0: look. What's funny is like he rings on the little aircon bell, so he can outside see from a weak camera he, in a black and white camera. He can see John, like, he can see he's at his door. And, like, he, like, as he's walking up to the thing, he's coming back where you can see Warwick. You don't see his face. You see him, like, cutting up his stuff you and a very You
1: see his little prim and proper walk to the door.
0: And with classical music playing over the top yeah, of yeah. And then the guy, obviously, it's not a, he's not a very well cultured man in job because he doesn't know how to pronounce Warwick. Like it's just yeah, Warwick? Warwick? It, it's Warwick. <laughs> yeah. And, then, again, you just in this initial exchange, like, because like we see Warwick outside was normal with these everyday people that he would be usually interacting with, and even then you can see he's going to hide. Well, you see it later on in the film. But like we see him, the people who you imagine he sees on a daily basis that he works with, not, uh, not to get to it. Even then, you can't, you can't hide too much of. He, he doesn't. He's not able to hide so much of. Yeah, who he's, he is. Very,
1: he's very much. It's very much bubbling to the surface every second. the Potentially day.
0: after he's interacting with John, but like it's just the whole. Funny how. How well he keeps the head in and how normal he in this initial interaction yeah. with this brat, even though he doesn't know who this man is at his store. A
1: lovely home too, very well kept home,
0: very mm. nice architecture, very mm. nice
1: art. Like you say, very, very prim and proper, making a lovely dinner of duck and uh, having
0: a, a, a dinner home, guests. A home that Fraser and Neville would have, would have adored probably oh, if they invited you to. Indeed,
1: indeed, indeed.
0: I wonder if he had to blackball anybody before inviting them to his dinner futter.
1: Oh, good thing he didn't need dinner. didn't blackball the guests you know had maybe dog him
0: This is a dried up old stick. So let's see Cromwell I don't, don't want to party. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, all right, I'll I'll like I say I was gonna promise not to do any more Fraser references. I make I make no promises. Stop with the Fraserisms. I uh, never. So <laughs> <laughs> then he's trying to spin and initially work is very reluctant. Yeah, he's like, he's oh, like oh, I'm, I'm sorry. expecting people and everything. And oh you know, maybe some other so you like these three like, he maybe come and eight hours to stay with a cousin who's not home and he needs to stay. somewhere to hang out for an hour or so. Yeah. And then fit and then work uh, so, is uh, like, ah screw it. You know, Julia would never forgive me if I you no know, sent you and you'll be like, you come on like, in.
1: Julia would never forgive me. Come on, come in, come in and he's like he's like, Ah, oh, so uh would you like some mineral water? And, no, he and he's
0: offering him a drink and everything. He's like, like yeah. he's like, uh red please and he's like I I asked him white and he specifically hey. asked him red or white yeah. oh. and then so I don't know I'm trying to ask follow up questions and so John is trying to be very much as vague as possible to not accidentally because the last thing you want to do when you predicting yourself is like I think we lie why you be you need to act like you yeah. believe it but also not overly give the details so you eventually contradict yourself later on which is the, what John's trying to avoid. The
1: thing is, initially, I find in this film as well. Right away, like the very first time i seen the film, mm-hmm. before anything had transpired, <laughs> right away I thought, something
0: mm-hmm. is a bit off about him. Mm-hmm. Like, Warwick. Yeah. I was yeah like, I mean, Something's I not quite right about him. I mean, the whole plot of the film is probably not being quite right with
1: Warwick. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, when you don't initially... Before the... Reveal. Before the reveal, so much you know. Didn't you find when you first watched it, it seemed, it seemed lovely and polite and yeah. very, as you would say, the perfect host. Mm. But still, something just a little.
0: Yeah, I don't I'm like. I don't like to. I don't like to keep you jumping ahead. But I think when we learn later on what Warwick's actual job is, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he never makes any hints to what he's, what he does for a living. No, at no, know. he. Uh, the twist is quite something. Uh, but you you realise that the skills he would have acquired there would have probably hadn't seen it. You wonder with those skills, how quickly does he see before? Cause I think it feels like the main turn here is later on when Sean does kind of lose his shit up because he can't hear the radio. Yeah. So there's a whole pleasant bit before that, but you wonder how quickly before that did Warwick see through what I you know was saying? We're just basically spinning him along for a little bit. Considering regarding this. Later revealed
1: occupation. Hmm. What if he knew already?
0: I'm thinking um, plus I think mentioning Julia off the bat and we learn that maybe Julia may not be all that this Julia thing may not be all it seems. <sighs> I'm wondering if like he knew I almost immediately but it was you know, he needs a he needs a special guest for his dinner party and he has this whole I fantasy he, in sequence he likes to go through and these little parties that maybe for the sake of it like, oh just for the sake of being able to do the thing, way what he, what he clearly enjoys doing. Yeah. Like, I need to let this person in to my home. And just like, well, I'll let it, but I'll let him spin his wheels and tell me. Like, what's, yeah. Because you, you see how... I'll he, make fun of it. Because he's like, because yeah, he does, is asking him so many... Specific questions. Because it seems like everything, I think he... Every second thing, at least he comes out of work, I a different question about Julia and what he's been up to, and like, details but, about like this luggage thing, because like, yeah. he even offers to phone up for him. And, and he's like,
1: oh I was going to call my cousin and he's like well, you said cousin is not home
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like, right and well she shouldn't be home, home too long and I don't know how long she'll be when they're like well let me phone up the air life way and he says he's last name is Jones Jones like, I know John Jones he's like my parents didn't give me a chance <laughs>
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. up until, up until the, the up until the breaking point because mm-hmm. let's just say it's a breaking point for both of them really mm-hmm. up until the reveal
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Both of them seem to be able to hold a relatively calm and pleasant conversation, you know?
0: Yeah, because I don't know he's constantly kind of looking about, he's, he's sipping that red wine somewhat sharpish. Yeah, uh, he's, he's nervy drinking. He, at one point he goes out and grabs the thing and like, refills it a little bit as well. Yeah,
1: I think by the time the reveal actually happens he's drank over half a bottle of it anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, even Warwick even said, talk, refers to him as gulping it down well. terms <laughs> sort of like how much he's been drinking. Yeah, like, you're certainly gulping down that wine. Hmm. And, like, he... If he, he plays off, he's, he's he's, he's foot and everything. Or I just, like, hurt my ankle, or I fell, yeah. or whatever. And, like, he's just sitting and chatting to mean, and he's like, Oh, you know, I, I won't stay too long. He's talking about these the guests coming, and, like, well... And then Warwick inevitably invites them to, you know, to stay for dinner and everything. Yeah. Uh. Which he's do they like to now, But then he hears, hear Warwick's got the radio on.
1: Yeah, it started like
0: Warwick's at the minute, like he's sitting, well, standing, he's chopping away mm-hmm. and talking
1: about the like, guest, and he's like, oh, it's going to be like.
0: He, he, it makes John panic a little bit when he hears he's got like a lawyer coming in, and we reveal that that lawyer is a, is a prosecutor. Yeah, a criminal, a prosecutor. Yeah, kind okay. Of, How much of
1: that was uh, told, like, A. Like, that's when you start asking the questions, like, is he telling him that because, because of the way he is? Is he telling him that because of his profession hmm. that we, we learn later on in the
0: movie? I mean, I think to that profession, he would be able to meet those people in that kind of circle. Or like, are, are you a very sensitive person somebody knows people who are lawyers and prosecutors and people? Oh, I'd assume very so. Very fancy-looking people when you see them later on. Because he is clearly runs in high fancy circles like Niles would, in terms of like he enjoys eating fine food and hanging out with yes. Phil, people who he finds he believes are sophisticated like I him. Must, I must admit, mm-hmm. that meal he prepared yeah. looked lovely. Mm. Roast
1: duck? Yes. It looked delicious. <laughs> no one can
0: cook better than a psychopath. Yeah, apparently, with so. I mean, a Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> All of, it, all of his ingredients were definitely free range. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> until you got a hold of them. Yes. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> ah. so free then. Oh yeah. How drivel! How drool. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> I do. I do try. I do try. Mm-hmm. He says as he sits, wafting with his little Japanese fan here. <laughs> Even though people say that fanning really lowers your core body temperature, but still, it it f- makes you feel better. It's a short term flush, basically. Yeah. So they're talking, but then the radio is talking about the robbery and everything. And John's trying to listen in because he wants to know how much they, they know and if they're on these trail still. And what's <implications> still talking, and he's trying to like shush him up a Like, bit. Like, whoa, excuse me, like he's like, shut the fuck up. Uh- he, biz- he never really loses his, his shit because he hears them like identifying him. Yeah. Um, by name, like to- they mentioned that you don't hear it quickly, we hear it more clearly when they flash back to basically, and that a teller. At the thing, and basically named him or identified yeah. him, and everything, and he's, you know, but he's a bit angry about this. And so, Warwick is annoyed, and then John goes like fully the other way and just like basically he holds the knife to Warwick and starts throwing and basically telling him to call off his canceled kind of, his dinner party and everything. He's a lot like people and- in this part of
1: the film, mm-hmm. it's so many goddamn layers. This film, if you ask me that's why i think it's definitely one that ends up in that cult status you know mm-hmm. what i mean because initially you know it's like ah, uh, we independent film or it's got a name in it yeah. blah 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 but if you actually sit and you take time and watch the movie the amount of different layers this thing has got purely on character development and story development i i think it's top class to be mm-hmm. honest with you it's, and especially the bit you're talking about mm-hmm. Like you get that initial thing where he's listening to the radio, Mm -hmm. and even at first, he's still trying to be polite but tense. He's like, Warwick, could you be quiet for a second? And he's at this point, Warwick's just babbling to himself whilst he's cooking. And then he and then the veneer slips when John's like, Shut up, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's like, He he gets taken aback a little bit and then becomes very nailsy. He's like, well, you may be a friend of Julius, but I will not be spoken to in that way. Hmm.
0: <laughs> and then I think you better leave. He basically says he could he could kill him, or he tries to. Well, you remember the bit before that where he just takes
1: the postcard out of his back pocket and drops it on the table and he's like, There's your fucking Julia. Uh-huh. Like, the
0: bullshit, man. So he, he kind of plays his hand, there he who he is, and everything, and he holds, he's holding the knife to him, like, he's so like, I don't think he would kill him, but he wants him to think he could. Yeah, he wants to threaten the ship, and he's like, you can't kill me. I'm having a dinner party. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't I don't note down any specific lines from this film, but that's when I did note down. Cause like you can't kill me. I'm having a dinner party. Of all the reasons to say don't kill me, it's like I'm hosting a dinner party, you should never be up for her. Next. Well, you
1: think about it, right? If you if you were in that situation, psychopathic or not, if you were in that situation, you remember that line from Have you seen the film Snatch? Right, there's the line in that movie, right, Jason Statham line,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where he goes, when somebody fires a gun at you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you don't dare a bit freeze and pull a stupid face. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing, if somebody's holding a knife to you, you're just going to shite yourself a bit and babble incoherent garbage, <laughs> you know, like, oh, can't you kill me, I've no tied mother's shoe yet, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you let a man die with untied shoes, would you? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like it's like ridiculous, but in that situation, that's how I'm saying about the film Eleven. layers. it's an intelligent fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like in that instance, she would just you know, like the first crap that came to your mind, and you'd be like, "Ah, uh, you can't, you can't kill me because, because, the oven's on."
0: Uh, <laughs> you know? Having a dinner. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I even thought like that is such a nails line. <laughs> totally, who <laughs> can't kill me? I'm having a dinner party. <laughs> and did I tell you that I'd ordered a Hungarian ghost? Black balls, he's selling just rice. Yeah, if you you a black ball in a minute when he kills you. Yeah. But, look at the D's. He wants them to <sighs> think that he's, you know, killing everything he's in so Hungary. He wants work, he used to let him stay there. Yeah, he's like,
1: like look, look, I'm going to kill you. Right. That's a decision I've already made. Yeah. But if you're smart... Mm-hmm. Might be able to change my mind. Yeah. So, and first of all, you can start by keeping your because before that, it was like once the veneer had slept, it yeah. was like, like, why steal? He's like, there's plenty of ways to make money. Well, yeah. Why steal it? Mm. And he's like, and then he gives him the speech, and then it's, he's it's,
0: like, he's being, he's being very judgmental. Yeah. Worthy.
1: But then he gives him the second part of the speech. He's like, first of all, you can keep your stupid goddamn ignorant opinions to yourself because <laughs> you don't fucking know me. Yeah. And secondly, as long as you can stay at my goddamn way for the rest of the night, you'll just be my accommodation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And everything will be cool. So he's like, he's like, kind of contradicting himself in that whole bit because he's like, I've made up my mind to kill you. Yeah. But if you behave, I'll no-kill you, even though I've made up my
0: mind. And you're like, you're not going to kill anybody, man. There's <laughs> also a point where they're both faking phone conversations because like... Warle yeah, walks out of the room and where John's gonna like phone his cousin and then waits for Warle to come back and and they act like oh I got the answer machine or whatever and then he tells him like <sighs> phone phone your fucking friends so and tell him not to come everything and so we learn that world was clearly faking the phone call. We're yeah. like, yes, all like, Yes, I'm going to have to cancel. he's like don't worry, really. it's Don't worry. up. Could you could you phone the others for me? And then and then he says like I'll 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 I'll
1: call you in the morning. He's <laughs> have to say like. Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like,
0: even at that point well, there was a sense of nervousness in him. Well yeah, also you're like, you want you you don't want, you know, you probably in that situation if it was real, you wouldn't want people <laughs> on the other end to really... To worry or, or to know no that something sick, was wrong. Yeah. And then, once send the only event takes his shoe off and like he's, like I said, the blood is through the bandages and everything, he's cut is really bad. And so he starts doing So like Warwick's trying to, like, get in good with him and he goes to grab a cloth there to he clean his foot. You know, <laughs> he ends up just wiping the blood off his foot and John's like, what the hell are you doing? You're dripping blood all over my forehead. And he so just, just kicks annoys him when
1: he kicks him over.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's... And then... But well, then eventually John's been dripping in that wine. I just...
1: I love it. I'm sorry to cut in, but I love this movie. <laughs> I just love it Right, really. he kicks him and he's like that. He's like, this isn't a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then... As soon as he rages at him, mm-hmm. you see him rub his eyes,
2: uh-huh.
1: and he's kind of, ah, fuck it. I'm just, and he probably thinks, oh, I've lost a bit of blood, I'm a bit mm-hmm. drowsy, I've been drinking, fuck it, I'm fine, initially. And then just after he rubs his eyes, mm-hmm. he looks off to the side and sees a photograph of work mm-hmm. sitting there with a big cheese-eating shit, a big fucking shit grin on his face, mm-hmm. Sitting there, like he's holding on to someone, Mm -hmm. but he's not. (laughs) And then he rubs his eyes again, and start. And then you also see the same instance. The expression on Warwick's face change. Mm -hmm. He goes from like, and it's it's very subtle also because Mm it it's like scene from scene. Mm -hmm. The last scene we see the two of them interacting in. He looks nervous and, like, you know. Mm-hmm. The next scene you see Warwick in, he has this very different and mildly sinister look in his face mm-hmm. as he looks up at him and rubs the blood on the floor.
0: Yeah.
1: And then John gets a little more drowsy and he's like, and then Warwick reverts into what I assume is form. Yeah. Because he starts talking. It, half, it half seems like he's partly talking to John, but partly talking to himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, <sighs> they're always like, I'm never like, I'm always on time. Yeah. I'll probably start getting my phone calls. Oh work. We're sorry. Oh work. <laughs> and then he smashes the plate at the same point as John basically passes out, uh, picks up his bottle of wine that John has been drinking and he's like, it's a cheeky little drop. Isn't it? <laughs> and that's when the whole goddamn thing, you're like, huh? Mm-hmm. And the first time I seen it, I was like, I knew there was something funny about him. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was that funny. But fuck.
0: <laughs> you know? And then. Okay, you're gonna fucking go through the entire fucking film. I'll Roll a cigarette. If you please do. I knew about what the general census of what this film really was. I, I think you'd show me a trailer of it, uh, and you see quite a clear detail of what work is all about it, but I knew it was coming. Yeah. Was coming, but I, just, I was very really interested in the road it was taking us to get there, and how the reveal would come about and everything, so I'm watching the back and forth, and when will the, the veneer, like you said, drop, and when will everything, the shit hit the fan. <laughs> veneer. <laughs> veneer. Just, oh. Veneer. Ah mm. Fraserisms. Yes, another Fraser reference. <laughs> I told you I, I told you I made no promises that we would stop. But yeah. <laughs> we can't But uh, Yeah then I just went, the moment when John starts kinda of fading yeah. and He you said that's when you're like, Oh and then this is the bad I knew it was coming obviously and the, the reveal when he when he wakes up I knew it was coming but I think it's definitely from this point onwards that the film shifts up into second gear. Whereas like, where John is no longer so much the hunter, he is hunted. He's like, I'll go through my my, my the process of my mind when watching this film. So I watched most of it in one go, and then I had other stuff to do, so then I watched yeah. the rest.
1: Well, so I'm very curious to get your take on it.
0: So I watched most of it. It's available on YouTube, actually, and I went to certain places, which is how I watched it. That's how I watched it too, and a weird version, but it still works. So so. You said yours was like sped up a little bit, which I'm assuming is a copyright thing to try and get...
1: Like sped, t- sped up and had that little, you
0: know, a little circle of mm-hmm. little bit darker than the rest of it. Because like, it also scenes like when people put up episodes or stuff of, oh, I think because see sometimes people put episodes up of stuff, yeah, they like alter it where like stuff that would be on the right hand is be in the active but so it was on the left. Because all well, the, the store soon will be it helps again free them from copyright potential. Half, half the time though, that isn't just a copyright thing. that's half the time, because people don't know how to turn a fucking video. Mm. It's half and half. So, my brother still watching this is obviously, like, I guess, I had to like, we he already said that there's some people that join Interactive before he gets to worried that maybe aren't the best actors, but I was in- interested to see where everything was, was going. Yeah. And then also the backboard with him and Warwick, I was enjoying. Because also Dave I. Pierce, he's really carrying his part of this film. as he is, I think. I think he said himself he had a lot of film, mm-hmm. a lot of fun making this movie Was because it was
1: such a different role for him.
0: Oh, it would have been, yeah. Like, even even on, when he did he, when he did the theater, I don't think he'd ever got close to a film like that. Playing, playing such a dark character. He's the most villainous, he's, he's ever had to play really a character. As you say, and I
1: slapped myself on the back of the hand for yet another Fraserism. The closest so, he the closest he had gotten to that is what you said before we started recording like
0: oh, I still have a day
1: oh, what a beautiful sunset
0: dad' I'm come me. In the balcony Alright, that nail's further spiraled he would be Warwick yes yes and the, but from this point onwards where John like falls then like the it's a teacher drive is not it from that point onwards... I was paying a lot more attention. <laughs> I bet so, you were. And generally, like, seeing where everything was, was going to go. Uh, so, like I like, said, he wakes up and you can hear Warwick talking. To yeah. People, and there's plates all set around the table. And there's a bit where he's talking and you can see him talking to people. There's like two women on one side, two men on the other. Yeah. Roman and. I mainly know Roman. Ah, uh, is Roman who, the who, black guy who, or who, Roman who, guy? who is the prosecutor? Roman the black guy. Who is I believe also the prosecutor. That he mentions, and then there's like, but it's cutting back and forth between John, who's seen things as the outsider, versus Warwick, talking to nobody, talking to an empty chair. Well, to him, it's not nobody. Yeah, but then and then you see how Warwick is and like all of the like. <laughs> Warwick's mind, his guests are also like, yeah. is it Jack to every, John to everybody? Keep saying yeah. Keep saying Jack, saying, just to John to everybody and he's yeah. in his mind the guests are interacting to him and he's living gaps and he's looking at John to say like, well aren't you going to answer this person that you can't hear?
1: Yeah, but I just love a bit, like one of my favourite bits after the veneer has slipped as it were mm-hmm. Oh, I said it again I knew you But mm-hmm. anywho one of my favourite bits is um where he's talking to his other guests about John mm-hmm. and like John's just back from Australia.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And then the chick's like, ah, oh, good day, mate. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I'll, I'll go say Julia, but no. But we'll, Kimberly? We'll, no, maybe. We'll go with it. We'll go with yeah, it. but yeah. Kimberly, please. Control yourself. Control yourself. And you're like,
1: talking to you, my bastard. You know what I mean? And then talking to you. like, oh, you haven't seen that Caravaggio exhibit? Oh, it's wonderful. You should go.
0: Oh, and I just saw it last week. I think I have a book on it. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should definitely all go mm. together. We went to it last week. And like, he even, like, starts on to roll and it asking about his, his case. we like, oh, it's new with you. Like, oh, I can't really discuss it. Like, oh, I'm sure John would be fascinated. We have a real life criminal at the table. And everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: And then he turns to John, and he's like, so, John, <laughs> what's good with you? <laughs> and he's like, well, so far... I'm sitting here talking to a fucking maniac, <laughs> tied to a chair.
0: And, like, John, he gets up to. His, so he can feed. force. like, feed John. Yeah, Johnny's. force feed John
1: more wine.
0: But he gets up and he continues thing losing because obviously his guests have to eat. He's going around. I know, and he's. he's eating the food. Right. Like but he is prepared for them. And He's, he's grabbing, like, because all, like, little finger, like, tiny little bits he's got on his wee plate. And so he grabs what. Uh, one of his mates' plate and he's just up stuffing it in. Oh, yeah, the name and I can't remember. Ah, oh. it's to to all I'm talking about, Tim, We'll he, get,
1: we'll get he, there. But like he's still the like, blonde there. woman and the white woman.
0: Right, But then there's no, the other guy, the white guy who's sitting next to Roman. Like he, he goes right, he, <laughs> he takes, he stuff that's maybe on his plate, tape, his plate, and then feeds for, and then when he goes back and he's like, oh, you, he looks at the guy whose food he ate, like oh, you really stuffed that down, you little piggy, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing I'm curious to know. Mm-hmm.
1: It goes up to John, right? Uh-huh. And like you say, he force feeds him more of the spiked wine mm-hmm. just to keep him, I suppose, in check. And he's like, Ah, oh, we, were, we were all so worried about you. And then he starts like rubbing his head and mm-hmm. like pawing him. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to know your thoughts on this scene where like, he's rubbing John.
0: John obviously freaks out. He's like, get your, get your fucking heads off me, you freak. Mm-hmm. Rupert, that's the guy who... Rupert, that's yeah. it. And then Chelsea is the name of the blonde woman who's like, like, please, control yourself. Thank you, thank you. But John goes, get
1: fucking hands off me, freak. <laughs> and then David, Hyde, Pierce Niles, hooks him square right in the fucking jaw, hard one there. He's like, manners. Hmm. What were your thoughts <laughs> when you seen Warwick <laughs> just clobble like? guy? Did, like, you, did you do as I did when I first watched it? I actually jumped a little. I was like,
0: hmm. I am wounded.
1: My doesn't punch people.
0: No, it was John who was wounded. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Although, I it was interesting like, getting to see him get physical with somebody. Because like, yes, like, you look at him like he could... Very few people that David you know, are even at this point could physically overpower. But like, also, given he's sitting there and like... And clearly, which we see over the course of, especially since he... John revealed to who he was and everything. He definitely does think, clearly thinks of himself as better than John. Oh well, yeah, yeah. John is just nothing but a common criminal.
1: Yeah, and he is a he's a very esteemed, very cultured man mm-hmm. with his with his dinner guests. Mm. <laughs>
0: you know, but I should mention. I believe it's room at this point where they cut back to the police station where there's two detectives talking about. Yeah, the, the one we kind of recognize the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Really, I imagine because obviously we'll see the cops again. Like, because it's funny, when we see them here, and there's one of like one of them getting, like, a fax through, or some info, and yeah. then before they finally show up later when it's important. So, I know it's like me, I had these in to tell you these guys so it's a surprise when they show up where they do. Yeah. But, like, again, when they did finally show up later on, I've been so engrossed with everything that happened with Walkers, and I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are a, a thing in the movie. Yeah,
1: it's just like, look... Like the main story is so goddamn engaging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it really is. I mean, the guy that. What's his actor's name, please join again?
0: Clean. Clean. Clayton. Clean. Clean. Like it's spelled C. Uh, C L A Y N E. Clean. Cool. Mm-hmm. Again, Clean Crawford, like I guess it sounds like a fucking NXT name. And yeah, Clean Crawford.
1: N- and new NXT UK champion Clayne
0: Crawford.
1: Yes, he could be in a tag team with with like uh,
0: Grimes guy. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. yeah, I like him. I like Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes.
1: Clayne Crawford. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're we'll going talk about some of see some Cameron Grimes See what fireworks gets like. We'll get distracted. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we always fucking do. Yeah, here, but- here, here's something more on track. You? Yeah. Yeah. There you go, we're back on track.
1: But but no, up to this point in the film, and I'm just really? curious. Up to this point,
0: how are you feeling about the film up to this point? I'm starting to really get into a lot more now that the veneer. Like that, yeah, <laughs> we will we'll have to again.
1: Yeah. About yeah. the time the mask has slipped. Yes, the mask. There has we slipped. go.
0: What's really getting into what I know the meat of the film? What I know the film to be. Yeah. So you get getting to see more of that and how that plays out. That's what I was really enjoying. They get this easy, like One of them seems to the other cop is clearly he, was, he made a bet and lost some money and he's like, ah, you shouldn't have done yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I, I did like the wee sort of deadpan between the two of them and we're like, ah,
0: you know. And then they're just talking about like John clearly scoping out of the bank a few weeks beforehand and everything like, oh, he gave this bank teller, oh, he's a number, like what kind of idiot does that, like either yeah. he's an idiot or he, he knows that woman and maybe he knew. Yeah. What, you knew her it's like They're back just back
1: get. they getting to the info just in their own. Yeah,
0: they're keep picking up the family legacy, and I didn't to worry, did he really have a plan? Did he have someone in the inside? Kind of like because it cuts back to working with it, and then he's constantly keeping an eye on the time from this point onwards. Because then he takes a little polaroid photo of uh, of John and gets out his little scrapbook.
1: Well, we've also um, oh, we've over. also cut a, cut over a bit here. Oh. You recall when they're all at the dinner
0: table? Oh, yeah, so
1: far. Yeah, oh, yeah, and they're all at the dinner table, and it's just after, I believe, Warwick has punched him in the face. Yeah. And that's when he sits down again, he's having the conversation with his dinner guests. He's like, oh, look at you.
0: You've got that down, you look yeah.
1: to you. And then he mentions the Caravaggio exhibit, and he's like, oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, it's fabulous. And he's like, actually,
0: I've got a book on it over here. I can and show I could, you. I could John then find something. He yeah, he, no- he notices a piece of a broken plate. He not, manages, the to, manages to knock it all, but it works. And more work yeah. was—he's he's yeah, slipping everyone behind he manages
1: him. He just to cut the cut the bonds on his wrists mm-hmm. as Warwick's away getting this book. He cuts the bonds on his wrists. Uh-huh. let go of the gets rid of the bonds on his ankles. But because he's like drugged up or yeah, whatever,
0: he, the minute he stands, he falls and lands on Chelsea. Yeah, he knocks the chair and everything. Orc is a friend. Oh my God, Chelsea, are you okay? <laughs> and
1: the thing, like, you see him lifting her up, but, like, he's holding nothing as if he's holding a woman. And you're like, this guy's really
0: cracked out of his head. you got to appreciate the editing because it cuts to, it's like one angle, it's John knocking over into here. Cut to a different angle. It's Chelsea falling into here back to empty chair. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's an empty chair when Warwick comes back in, he's running over. It's so well filmed, mm-hmm. you know. But he comes over. It's like, you got to think. <clears throat> They must have done with with this because like there because you see John there with these people, but he can't see them. Yeah. It's so also across these seventeen days it must most of have mostly been filmed at night, given that it takes place almost in the And so obviously a lot of the film had to be obviously let's shoot the scene with just John and Warwick, and then let's we'll shoot it again with all these people, like because also you got to see the scene scene but from two different perspectives and then yeah, cut, yeah. cut them together to flow. It's,
1: it's very well done, very mm-hmm. well filmed and edited. You yes. know but like I say he, he falls on Chelsea mm-hmm. <laughs> then he's he's on the ground and he's kind of slapping at his legs he's like fuck 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 I need to get away from this shit <laughs> and he's slapping at his legs trying to get some feeling back into him and then all of a sudden you're like John <laughs> and he looks up and Warwick just fucking brains him with the book
0: yeah. you know and, he, and then later on when he's tying him back up again he's like aren't you going to apologise to Chelsea
1: <laughs> and then he sniggers and he's like and then Fucking another creepy scene, like he sniggers <laughs> as if to say you're going to make me apologise. No one. Mm. And Warwick fucking climbs on the table, grabs the knife at the cheese plate, mm. and he's like, "You're like you're going to apologise And he's like, and then John, and the expression on his face here is fucking classic. He looks and he's just like, I cannot believe I'm in this fucking situation, and he just he like he chokes his rage back then. He's like. I'm sorry mm-hmm. and then he's like and then Warwick gives him a look because so I'd say i fucking right you're sorry because so,
0: before that he's like dabbing a cloth on nothing because he's like dabbing on on, uh, d- dabbing on a uh, bit of uh, ice on her, and he's, on he's, her he's, and he's like guests are looking affronted at John how dare he not Chelsea like, mm. and then this uh, one, Roman and uh, Rupert and the other Rupert Roman.
1: and that are standing there smoking cigarettes and drinking their cocktails and going ah, oh, 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 indeed I cannot believe the indignance. But uh, then Ruining our imaginary dinner party.
0: He takes the photo and everything and then he gets his little scrapbook out and he's like those bits of thing like nine A nine PM, midnight, midnight three AM and like it's like, it's seven forty like, there's weird drawings there's actual photos of other people who clearly L are guests and there's one who looks suspiciously like Roman and even when working looks over and like no Roman, I'm thinking I'm just starting to catch your likeness.
1: Yeah. So clearly well, you notice the pictures in the in the album as well that have, like, maybe just Warwick in them mm-hmm. or one person and he has drawn, mm. like, individual little white silhouetted people on the actual Polaroid. You know, like, he has drawn his imaginary friends into the goddamn pictures.
0: And, so then the thing with Rupert, in know, the, and they look at the guy in the photo there and, like, you see, well, they're catching your likeness and, like, you think... So it's the thing, like these people who are, I guess, were they also ones in John's position, mm. yeah. and then suffered a not so great fate at the hands of Warwick. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually. And and John, I'm sorry, to cut in. yet
1: again, but John does look at this point a mixture of terrified and defeated. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. like, I can't get away from this fucking fruit loop. I mean,
0: that, that's when he looks a bit nervous. Then, but he gets most nervous a all later because, like, there's a bit of love where, like, it's just you can see from from Joel's very different where it really is. Or just standing with his arm leading and I at a wall with nothing there, but he's like, really and his mind he's chatting about so well,
1: He's feeding her little glassy fruits. He's
0: like, he looks like, so, well, "What were you enjoy Like, ah, oh, we just chips in the like you and me. And he's trying and to the, be all flirty and all that. And then the other woman, uh, oh shit, I don't, I, I forgot to look up her name, but like, oh, but
1: anyway, the other woman, she's like warwick this is terribly boring mm. it's like oh i'm
0: sorry I'm... rupert uh no but for, before like, he says like oh i'm sorry is, is everyone having a good time well, it, was, it was like rupert you having a good time uh what was that one rupert, uh, no 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 what uh, morgan Mor- morgan i think roman roman yes yeah he's, uh, he's like roman
1: are you good? And everybody
0: yeah. goes, like, John, how are you? Well, well like, having a good time. He cuts back and like, there's nobody that's there. all. always empty. It's just empty space and just joining in a chair. Like, I don't what? know about you, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like this. And then he goes, oh, I think I have some close of our last party. He's like, no, I think this. like, well, can't
1: speak for everyone else, but I'm having a great, great
0: time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, so after, Rupert, help set this up. and then like, Oh, help moved. move John. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man.
1: He grabs him tight to this fucking chair, tips it up, mm-hmm. and drags the poor fucker's face across his tiled floor. That's after dropping
0: his head on the fucking thing, and then we see this footage of the last party. Oh, and this is where John really looks fucking terrified. Yeah, like he honestly,
1: like I, I think the guy, Claven Clayton, or Clayton, clean, clean. I think the guy, clean, is acting his facial acting is, it's on point because, you know, you see that scene and I swear to God, he's a mix of like, it's like bewilderment and fucking terror. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And then
0: what the fuck is this shit? Because really, really, like it's just work, just like sitting there stuff. cutting himself in a bathroom. And he's got you just like there, in his fucking underwear. And yeah, and he's probably
1: sitting there thinking, "This is the party, mm-hmm. you crazy, crazy, crazy,
0: crazy bastard." I know. I'm tied to a seat in this crazy bastard's house. I don't. I can't remember where where these different bits were, so I'll just get it out the way now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, there are different flashbacks to for John. When he, as he gets more and more out of it, Jay, yeah. Having this, this this woman that he's with and like they admit there's some sort of little gathering, everything and then chatting, and
1: you seem you seem to get the impression that John really cared for this honestly, and really was trying to be a, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, a, a good guy. Mm-hmm. He was trying trying his best. Obviously, it seems like as the story goes on, you get well. I got the impression that I he was a guy that had bad bad shit in his past. Uh-huh. But he obviously felt like he might have found somebody in this woman
0: and was trying to be, you know, genuinely good. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a point where she's like holding onto her, like a leg whilst her stomach at the same time. it seems like nah oh, she's giving it with Ah, uh, oh, oh I'm also Aye, uh, and everything they they, they tease that it looks like she needs some sort of weird surgery but their their insurance will not cover it. Mm. But given his experience in the criminal world he's like thinking about stealing one yeah. big pay, you know, helps get you help. You need, we can, you know, have enough money to start a new life. like us yeah, see him
1: thinking, thinking yeah. like, thinking honourably, yeah, but acting rather silly. Mm-hmm.
2: No.
1: But it comes, it comes to a good place. It comes to like he obviously cares, but he doesn't know of any other way. Mm-hmm. It's at that point in the film you genuinely feel. Mm-hmm. You feel some kind of way about him. You, f- you have sympathy for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. You know? and then there's a weird bit where I feel where like there's all of a sudden more guests there and what I exists. know. I feel I feel ahead of guests. I have fucking whole parties jumping and everything. And then let let me ask you: mm-hmm. Would you drink an evaporator? No, <laughs> I wouldn't either. After I've i had enough bad experiences when I've had a venom, but no, of fucking whatever he's putting in that. I'll make you a venom. I told you before we started recording, I'm not fucking drinking. Maybe
1: may like an inebriator, who knows? I'll try it first and we'll see. I'll be just there uh, like, uh, <laughs> i On like that some weekends anyway, so.
0: <laughs> you know me and my ways. Mm-hmm. And then, like he's just like, and he's cheating, doing, he oh, it's almost midnight, John. And like, he started to do this conga, <laughs> and nobody else is there, and then he's like, hey, Warren. I I in this company? Like, oh I don't know. John! You'll have to take a
1: cocktail to be on time. I'm like, what's in it? Hmm. Ah, do you want one or not? <laughs> he's like, I I gotta go see the little guests.
0: He's like, Ruben, fix that cocktail.
1: He's like, I'll drink it. I'll <laughs> drink it. He's like, Roman, make up an inebriator for John. And then he's got when this cocktail glass, he's pouring this blue blue right? somewhere between listerine
0: and bleach yeah. for the look of it you know what i mean that hurt the brightest of blue like that should be going in your bathroom drains not in someone's mouth the thing is is that he didn't
1: even finish all of it before he started to look bad mm. you that's know the, that's the thing
0: about them the first time i seen one like the bright color of green like alcohol should not be that luminous have you seen dragon soup no, I'm not, not out, out.
1: with the can. I, I, do you know? I bought a can of, of a dollar a week there, and I poured it into a tumbler, and it was pink. <laughs> and I was like,
0: "Ooh, pink drink, cool." <laughs> so he was like luminous green. Like you could put that in a container, slap a pretend like hazard sign on it, and nobody would know any difference with a how green a venomous. So anyway, we'll get back to this. He drinks the inebriator, and and then what it has got him in this? gonga and also the things, quick, down, figure out well, because he's like dangling. He's got him in the arms. He's doing like, doing the fucking yeah, doing the doing the making him like walking for him. And then George, he uh, can't stand up. He, he falls over and his, he falls over and and his it works. Said all these people are falling. Yeah, all right the of, all oh, the guests. Oh John, you caused such a yeah. Oh
1: John, you caused such a
0: ruckus. Oh. Like that old that woman from earlier, always hearing. So noises he coming from for John because he keeps putting the pool He's lying and the wee flew are like. Rrr. Yeah, uh, they put like, he put a like a mask on him as well. Well, that's when she got over. Like he's like in a bit of war. Can't probably be. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Uh, but that, you, you
1: can only just make that out. Uh
0: huh. You know, <laughs> was this before or after the weird car wash dance sequence?
1: You remember this bit? Oh no, that was after that. I think yeah, that yeah. was after the car wash dance because it all like,
0: happened. He's thought he's like, oh, I have any week. He's, okay, he's having, He's doing a big dance with all his guests, he's sitting on the table, dancing, and this is where funny. news books then, it was this album at this point, he's dancing, to Warwick, he gets all dancing, that's on the car washes, that. he's doing this big dance up on the table. But there's no music. I guess say won't, like, like, has there not been music this whole time, like, so Warwick doesn't even pl- play music as far as, like, no, the music is all in his own heads. Yeah, he just
1: dances on a table.
0: Yeah, which puts a, whole, puts a whole different picture of how things actually go down, because Warwick is goes through his night, enjoying himself, interacting, dancing with people, with no actual, silence, no actual music, the sound of his own feet.
1: <laughs> well, unless, unless he, like, plays music when he's on his own. Yeah, but like... Remember, he's he's basically creating a whole scenario which involves John.
0: Yeah, but like, he creates this whole scenario with a party, but like, the mate only real guess is the person he's kidnapped, because you can tell he's done this before. But then Many he, uh,
1: times by the look of his scrapbook.
0: But then he's putting dinner, once he gets you back to the again. like, what was he getting ready for? What kind of death party was he getting ready for before John turned up? Did he, was he expecting anyone to show up? Was well, he just going to do his own little death party on well, his own head?
1: if you recall the, the videotape, or mm-hmm. the reel, the yeah. film reel of the previous party, uh-huh. well, mm-hmm. I would assume the parties where he is on his own are a little different. Mm-hmm a little more sinister. Uh See, this is one of Warwick's parties with a little veneer of...
0: Veneer! Oh, yeah. It doesn't work if you don't say veneer. When you say, ah, that's a Veneer! Veneer. (laughs) What what, a vicious cycle we've caught ourselves into. That is pretty much what I figured.
1: We're
0: gonna end up like fucking John at this, right? Yeah. Good, then the woman comes over and like John's like
1: He's not helping the situation by sort of falling round
0: the corner of the the
1: room and and hanging on the the door frame. Obviously he's just trying to, you know gain some kind of purchase on his feet, you know yeah. what I mean? But ain't happening for him. Like I say, I, I dread to think what the fuck was in that, that glass, mm-hmm.
0: you know? So then he Warwick grabs this mask, it's like a creature a, from the Black Lagoon kind of mask. Yeah, like it's, yeah. It's him and he's like, oh, man, like, oh, we were just at some sort of caution, but he's been, poor thing, he's been in character on they have been trying to get him to that mask off, and like, he just had too much to drink. Yeah. And, he's to, but, and then the wee woman's like, but he sounds like he's in pain. Oh, no, he's just being carried Like, looks like he's trying to take that mask off. Oh, good, I've been trying to get him to take that one. I'll get you up, and get you off to bed, mister. <laughs> uh, and then so eventually he manages to convince this woman to, you know, fuck her yeah, off. Yeah, like, go
1: like, away, old Jehovah wound.
0: And then he's got his guest on to him, like, if she comes back? What well, if she calls the police? You need to fix this, war. And Unless he's
1: when he starts
0: to get a little... Unless when he
1: starts to slip a little. Mm-hmm. Because all of his, you know, all of his friends, mm-hmm. quotations again, you know, but all of his friends, mm-hmm. they're all like, you say, going, Oh, what if she calls the police? She, you know she's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. the point where Warwick's like, shut up!
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, the voices in his head are getting a little too much for him. Yes. You know, but he's like he's kind of storming around the home and he's freaking out, and it's at this point mm-hmm. where John's sitting on the couch, fucked out of his head, mm-hmm. and his foot's still bleeding. Yes. To so the think, point where I think it's got be infected, like fuck. Yeah, but Warwick, point, I think, combined with his frustration of the whole situation going on, he takes it out. He, this is the first time. I think was first seeing anything really malicious mm-hmm. towards John. Like everything has been part of his fucking sick headspace up until this point, but this is the first real, uh, malicious part of John uh, Warwick, where he's like, he's freaking out, he's screaming at his imaginary friends. He notices the blood dripping all over his f- floor, and he's like, well, "I'm never going to be calm until I deal with your disgusting fucking foot." Mm-hmm. Grabs a hot poker out of his goddamn fireplace, and let's just say he cauterizes it. Yeah, yeah, he cauterizes, yeah. I mean. He cauterizes the wound yeah. in a most unpleasant fashion. If we, if, if anything's to be taken from John's reaction to it, yeah. But then, I mean, how the fuck would you react to a white hot poker on your fucking foot? I don't know. Like, like you say, is possibly already infected and very yeah. sensitive.
0: Yeah, like it was in the fire the end of it always was like is like orange, it's that hot and everything. Yeah. So pss, wait wait, we, a, a, a that we that sounds noise. And
1: you hear John, he's like, Ah
0: fuck, you bastard And then it gets to like three AM and everything and John's getting tired up and it's he's like and work said the party's died and he's like, So what happens now? That was quiet time. Now it's time to reflect. <laughs> and like he starts then he gets a bunch of postcards out. And he starts writing he
1: starts writing and he's like so where is where's is julia going now
0: she's in banker
1: she, she might go somewhere else she's not sure yet <laughs> you're julia warwick <laughs> roman chelsea <laughs> you're all of them <laughs> and then he's like hmm, that's a very interesting theory john yeah and then it gets to the point where like I think John's getting to the point where he's like, I really might die in this mm-hmm. situation. This yeah. guy's fucking nuts. He's, and he gets he gets upset mm-hmm. to the point where he's like, Warwick, please please don't kill me. Mm-hmm. And the creepiest goddamn scene in the film, in my opinion, mm-hmm. where he leans into John and he's like that, ah, you're my guest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted you here. Mm-hmm. But understand, you've caused this yourself. You mm-hmm. brought this situation on yourself.
0: Which, then, which, which is not, inter- not, not entirely untrue. untrue. And
1: then he's like, "Well, oh, John, no, he's at like, work. I am. Ha- I am still your guest. Mm-hmm. Aren't 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 you going to entertain me?" And then he's like,
0: "Hmm. Well, what would you like me to do?"
1: And then. Brings in the chess
0: game, John right. And jo- and John Snowy and bad base. they are on the couch now, so Warwick's gonna move the pieces. Yeah, warm. And he's just like, okay, if I if I beat you, I grant you your fame. But what do I get if I beat you? You already have my life. Yeah, then it I can't have. give you much more than that. Oh yeah, I need more than that. And then it's going between him and hanging it with his lady friend. was again, another but where he's showing her this ch- yes, and like. That into, it's it's the quite
1: clear that like he he's well versed in chess.
0: Like he he even asked them if he played chess. He says like once or twice. Yeah, he's like, I'd,
1: I'd say, I dabbled. Right. not knowing that like, like it's probably is probably a hobby of Jones.
0: Right. And he's you know, like like oh the like king whoever, like most important. What seems like one most important if he's actually the weakest piece here. Like whereas the pawn can be more important than the. The king. king and everything. And, between bits of him and one which, is, we're in which is very
1: telling considering that in this little scenario, John
0: was, it was, it was, it was, it was like the pawn. It so to play the Robber, he's got like a wig and sunglasses and everything. I was just like, That one, uh, and so they're playing it. And then, like, all oh, right, you tell me, Knight to what you like, want, he goes, uh, they start talking, it. And then, uh, Warwick's getting his own head trying to think, What, what can I get? What can what's the perfect reward for me like, when I win? How, how will you throw me? And then he goes, like, like, Knight to six or Queen six or whatever, and then he goes. I got it. Like, like, and he, did, he does it. He's in the middle of it while he does it. He doesn't even think of it. And he goes, and "John just goes, check, mate." I just like,
1: wait, where wait. goes. He moves the piece and then he claps. He's like, "I got it." And then John just looks at him and he goes, "Check, mate." <laughs> As if see, is it like you saying? Mm-hmm. And he's it? Like, how? How? I had the perfect prize. How? Mm-hmm. How did that happen?
0: Mm-hmm. You like, <laughs> played this before. And for, like, but you, by lie you you tricked me and everything and all he's like you cheated he like, you never, you never, never said he hadn't played he said he played it once or twice and he was bad at chess I, I just
1: love the bit that like, comes like, right after where like Warwick storms off if he's going to do something then John's like you're a fucking liar Warwick mm-hmm. and like, then like, like,
0: he, like a deal's a deal Warwick you, you let go and he's like you're a fucking lie. and then the freaky bit comes like, he comes lunging at him oh yeah out a knife with a knife and
1: John like John flinches obviously and you're like fuck oh, and then he like cuts the rope on his wrist and that and then walks away and he's like I might be many things John but the one thing I'm not is a liar mm-hmm. you're free to go
2: yes.
0: and then
1: John starts to entice him and he's like you really are a weak little man aren't you John
0: hey, he's he's Just like, he's, 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 he, it seems like he's going to walk out the yeah. door
1: you know but he's like you're really just a weak little man aren't you John you didn't put up any kind of fight. you let me do whatever I wanted in fact I think you even enjoy it. You're nothing.
0: And he, you know, he's trying to tell him to get, he's trying to like, not write to like, stop at work, like. But when he's, and then he's, and then he calls him nothing, he's like, mm. you're
1: insignificant little thing. And then he's like, and that's when John, he's like, you fucking prick. And he's mm. like, you, you tie me up, you involve me in your sick fucking world. And then you see I'm nothing?
0: Right. We cut once or twice to these knives or weird, like, because like, movies, like it's samurai all these, blades. all these different art pieces that he's always seen throughout the film. Oh, come on. Niles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs one and the blade off the wall and, like, it looks like he stabbed
1: Warwick and everything. Yeah, he freaks out and he, like like, stabs him three times and he's like... And he has a look. He's like, oh, fuck, I will just kill this crazy bastard. And then you hear Warwick start to giggle. hmm and he's, he gets up and he's like he just lifts his shirt he's like "Ooh, look you didn't do this shit and then John's like and he's like oh fuck retractable mm-hmm. blades Aye. and then Warwick fucking body checks him against the door mm-hmm. and I thought about that seemed like John's bigger man mm-hmm. Warwick little war little psycho Warwick man but John's on a heavy cocktail of fucked up drugs bad foot weak legs <laughs> had, had his head hit a few times mm-hmm. Not gonna be hard to knock him down,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Like so, uh, cause I, I remember going through a couple of different things for this next like scene or two because like he, he it looked look like he stabbed him, but I mean like he's like all the time starters and they're still just about the film like, at least at least twenty minutes yeah, yeah. left of the film, and like he's like. We would have thought the big the big climatic scene would have been Warwick again were, he's come were up. You as getting, you, were you getting curious by this point? Yeah, because like if Warwick was going to get killed at any point, you would have thought it'd be in the big climatic end like, scene. And then you thought about, it
1: would have been with those swords, maybe.
0: maybe. But then, and then right, John gets. Then, when John wakes up, he's in the bathroom. as Warwick? Is pumping Chelsea? You'd assume it's Chelsea. Like, they, were, they never showed you who it is in his mind, it's just Oh, him.
1: come on, he, he obviously had he a bit of a well, I think. Well, I think
0: you'll have to assume that, because like, he just he just just making these noises. It may have been Roman. Yeah, making these noises, <laughs> and, like, there's nobody there, and always up again, tied up again. Which is weird, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what during a thing, but then he's he turns it's annoying Hey, John, check out this piece of ass. <laughs> And then, like you're, you're dry humping a sink, you ball It's just weird, bit here because the next morning, you see that neighbor falling through because you can see a body lying by the bins near Archie works house, and you see John there. It looks like he's got a big cut. Yeah, it looks throat. like he had his throat cut and his face cut. Mm-hmm. It's weird because, like, okay, so John won fair and square, East. He can go, and then after the big for a uh, big fight between the two, like Warwick tied him up again. Yeah. So work but then Warwick then doesn't kill him. But he, he actually does let him go, but makes it look like he's killed him. Like, that was a bit that confused me when I when I was watching it. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure like what was Warwick's motivation in letting him go. Well,
1: you're 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 sitting there at that point, and you're trying to figure out the motivation of a psychopath. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a mind you're gonna have
0: any real understanding of you know what I mean? I know it was weird because like it was weird because like, he takes a photo of John with that well looks like the cut's through and everything and puts it in his little scrapbook and he's like chatting with Roman and the other woman and he's like oh yeah oh, like he's taking this weird pill and they're, like what well, he needs to take two it was like oh he doesn't he knows what he's doing
1: yeah you see him sitting there in his in his lovely kimono mm-hmm. with a with a large scotch yeah and his and His pills.
0: Oh, these little guests look like they're all a bit faster from a long party, though it's not actually a party. Yeah. You see, Paul, now we come to the moment that you've been teasing about and you're talking about the twists. Ah. And then I know it's the moment you want to talk about, so maybe, because not long before us, we saw that guy getting the facts, the police, the detectives. Yes, yes. And then I'll, I'll let you, because you well, seem to be the one who... Is about I to say say we about see. as you say, we see. I'll start
1: from where we leave off with John, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: John wakes up, as you say, in the
0: alleyway. Being probably as confused as some being all. Being as confused as all hell. And, we were, and probably as confused as us because he feels around... Yeah, he feels around his neck and then he
1: looks in the chrome, like the, the petrol section yeah. of a fucking motorbike was next yeah. to him. And he's looking at these so-called cuts on his throat and his face and then he feels and then notices that Mm-hmm. It comes off like fucking paint, yeah. and he's like, what "The fuck!" And then he pulls it and realizes it's like, it's like movie makeup, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like prosthetic rubber, mm-hmm. and the same with the ones on his face as well. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" So he's more confused. And then we cut to Warwick. As you say, he's sitting. So John Lee's like, "Fuck this!" And then he pulls his shoe on. And he's like, nah, "I'm off-ski. Yeah. And then we cut to Warwick. Who is sitting in it? I've got to say, lovely home,
0: <laughs> lovely home he's got. I mean, he's yeah, an absolute psycho, but he's got a lovely home. Great taste, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> he's sitting there, as I say, he's sitting wearing his little sunglasses and wearing his little kimono, and it's at this point where you see, and he's on the on the table in front of him, he has like a movie makeup box, yeah, in front of him, along with his scrapbook. Which he's thumbed through, and he has medication,
2: <laughs>
1: which obviously he's supposed to take. Yes. Of which he's supposed to take two a time. He takes one with a big shot of fucking whiskey.
0: Which means you wonder what kind of fucking pills he takes in there. Like. Yeah,
1: and he's... His, he's
0: already like this when he's on them.
1: Yeah, his friends are like, you know he's supposed to take two. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, well, if you're sure... Mm-hmm. And yet we're having—it's like we're having a conversation about him. and uh-huh. he's just like, out yeah, with him, staring off into the distance. Yeah, he's just listening to his classical music and relaxing and chilling. And then his doorbell goes. Uh huh. And he's like, <sighs> so he takes off his little glasses and puts away all of his kit. Mhm. Answers the door.
2: Mhm.
1: And there is a twist: the person at the door. Mm-hmm is his second in command. Mm -hmm. He is a fucking police detective. He's a lieutenant. Yeah, he's a lieutenant. He's pretty. Like, I think in the stakes it goes him and then the Tashi
0: guy we kind of recognise and then the wee guy in the shot. Because, like, in terms of police from what I remember it's, like, detective, sergeant, then lieutenant, then I think precinct, captain or whatever and then some bigger, higher-ranking ones like Chief or whatever.
1: Well, I'm going- from, from,
0: I'm, what, from what I go- I know you said it's a bad thing going off of what I've <coughs> seen of American cop shows. Yeah, know. well, I'm,
1: I'm going to do the same. Mm-hmm. Going off the best American cop show in the fucking world. Law and Order original series. It Goes like this, right?
0: You just say a Law and Order. <laughs> well, there's so many Law Aye, and Order. I mean, if you just say Law and Order, I think, he's like, really, if you want well, to- spin. If I just say Law and Order, most people might go, which one? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want to specify what law and order, say it with the subtitle. If you want to just say law and order, just say fucking law and order. Well, anyway, I digress, right?
1: Fucking, it goes detectives on the, on the police side of it, not the lawyer side of it. It goes detectives and then it goes the lieutenant. Uh-huh. So there's detectives, then the lieutenant and then
0: their boss. Mm-hmm. So the lieutenant is above the detectives. Yeah, the like captain's one of the higher ones, is like, sometimes you see like the one that one that like even Lieutenant has to answer the captain, like is you see that in the different law and or the captain it's like, Okay, you two investigate this thing and you two go talk to that witness and everything. It's interesting
1: because in the first one mm-hmm. it was Captain Cragen. Mm-hmm. And then if Cragan went away it was Lieutenant Van Buren. Yes.
0: Yeah. And and she, she, Van Buren was around and for the majority of the series I
1: personally it? think Lieutenant Van Buren was the fucking best. I he, loved Lieutenant I, Van I Buren. I think she may
0: even be one of the longest serving members of, not just the original honour, but of Law and Order in general. Well, she her, came... Her, she, her and potentially Sam Waterston, you know... Well, she f- came
1: into it from season four
0: mm-hmm.
1: up until the finale. Oh,
0: there you and like her, like so, of the original cast, her and Sam Waterston, I believe, were probably the two longest serving. Yeah, and Sam Waterston wasn't
1: the original cast; he came into it in season five.
0: And I'm the but then if he stayed on, because then he would pop up in other ones as well.
1: Well, I think since they've revived the original series, he's back in it. Yeah, but he's back in it is like.
0: The Adam Schiff character. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, he is like the, the, the assistant district attorney. Because like, like, actually they did another series <coughs> along our life and I think it was called Trial by Jay where it's more focusing on the legal side. the One season, state, maybe Newark was in that. The courtroom side where they had a different lawyer doing his original bad. He was the DA and that. So they had him pop up as DA and other things. Hell, there was even an episode, he even popped up on an episode of what a SVU. Yeah. But like someone had threatened him the SVU t- had to come in you know, protect him or whatever. It's pretty good.
1: But anyway uh, By like dang. so like
0: so he was, like, not even long serving in, just long serving from season five onwards They uh, have twenty plus season fucking showing in one or you just fucking crossing over into other yeah, shows yeah, as well. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but we I digress. We what what we're we talking about? Lieutenant Knight. Lieutenant Aye. Yeah, uh, revealed at work as a lieutenant within the local police. Yeah, yeah.
1: Assigned to like funneling off, assigned to the case. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was John.
0: Mm-hmm. And so the guy's showing in the evidence basically saying that his missus was uh, the cashier that he went up to and basically so she gave him the pills no dive packs, no tracers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even put much of a n uh, effort to try and alert authorities or anything like that. And like she claimed, Oh, this guy was gonna he was always flirting with me and that's how she usually uh, using like no, she used that as excuse the idea because she's working at the till, till when he comes in it's the case of joy like, but the footage for shows. He never went anywhere near her. No. She used that it's just to be able to, to ID him. So she was in it with him, but now she's kind of like, she's ID'd him, screwed him, and now he she knows where he's going to be putting the money. Yep. And now John kind of can tell that she's fucked him worse. So now he's on the hunt for her. Well, it,
1: it takes it takes him a while because he's like he's like oh no, unless the situation isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. So he's looked about and he's like, first he phones up to confirm the oh, no, original no, no. plan between the two. All
0: right. All right, but then he also goes to this car rental place as well before calling up because he oh, goes yeah, through yeah, the phone and everything.
1: But So he goes to check the details, mm-hmm. and details that Leigh agreed upon are not the details that she had set upon. So he, like you say, he starts doing a little bit of his own detective work mm-hmm. and phone around the various car rental companies that are in the area. Yeah. Eventually mm-hmm. finds out which one of game is it. Yeah. And he's like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch this bitch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, all the while, you know, Warwick, as a, as a lieutenant, mm-hmm. Warwick is so different mm-hmm. to the man we we've
0: seen in the first portion of the film. Yeah, he's around his colleagues. He can't act too out there because, like, as smart as he thinks he is, like, He you needs, know, he knows, he needs to keep, you know, the mask on for yeah. like a but because, as, as he knows these detectives will be able to spot weird behaviour as well. Yeah. But as his as
1: his public persona dictates, he's very much he's very uh, seems very tightly wound. Yeah. Which leads you to think like, is that just the way he presents himself as a police officer or is that just the way he seems to be with
0: you know, he's like the been, public. He's clearly been doing this for a long time, but he's made up to the rank of, of lieutenant and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't think he's just angry. I like think the other guys, just see him as all well. that typical jaded caught and all these, he's made up to the ten. He's seen all sorts of shit, so... So he, obviously he's going to be a bit kooky. Yeah. He's like, that's the whole thing with police shows, the captain, the guy higher up higher up in the chain you go, the anger and more jaded you seem.
1: I got the mayor chewing in my ass and... <laughs> yeah. Rabble, rabble, rabble.
0: Yeah, all that stuff.
1: Just think of the, just think of the big shouty man from Last Action Hero. <laughs> and then the bit where the kid's talking about the, the sweet tender moment between
0: them and he's like, You said you wouldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. So like, it was a bit like, where? He's in the car with the other two today. It's like, what possesses these people that do it, you know? Like why can they? They should get to know they wouldn't get the like, oh, like well, if there's a way, they'll try. Like I can't get it the, through their head. Like oh, we well we would we have a job. Like I joked that oh, we'd be have a job if they did. Like law
1: enforcement is not funny, detective. Yeah, it's more like than
0: just a job. Yeah. Like oh, well, fucking yeah. sorry. <laughs> and then he starts going really hard into like you I mean, look at Singapore. You right? so much as spit in the street, you can go to jail. You know, sell drugs, that's that's death. Well, that's a bit extreme, don't you think, Lieutenant? Really? You look at some people from our current statistics. Yeah. He starts complaining about liberals and everything. Like, yeah. well, well, War, You've taken you've taken a turn in a different way, haven't you?
1: You mean he's? You mean he goes on a cycle rant?
0: Yes. Uh. He's, he's, be, he's he's one step away from going. These kids today. Yeah. The yeah. youth of today. All these bloody kids. Oh, you. Those pesky kids. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those meddling kids. He's not a Scooby-Doo villain. He's fucking close to it. <laughs> but yeah, John is basically confirming these reservations reservation that she's made and so he's on to her. Uh, so he goes to the spawn garage where I'm assuming they, they agree to meet. They find her car and they follow her to the pan garage but they, they stop at one floor because they don't know how far up she's so gone. I
1: don't I don't believe that this Parking garage is the one we'd agreed to meet on for the amount of work John had to do to find her. Mm. I believe she may have told him one question.
0: Yeah, but, but, but he knows she's, she'll be there. Yeah, he's, he's he's done his detective work on his own. So then. So he's part them both she and Warwick gave him credit for. Oh, yes. So then Warwick gets out of the car, said, I'll take the lower levels and everything. And so. Again, it's not, I'm not sure if it still quite explains why he let John go. Maybe it's, he's a stickler for, like, he won one chess or whatever. And nobody... Even then, he says he goes back to I something he said later on when John Fred he was like, oh, I'm a police lieutenant. Who's going to believe you? You're a criminal. But it's like, oh, if I let this guy go and he tries to say I, I kidnapped him, no one will believe him. So he said, like, I'll take the lower levels and clearly, as we say later on, he's waiting for John to show up yeah, to try and get he's, the money. He do you believe
1: that... Uh... Cause like I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a little bit more in depth on this particular bit here when he does when he does initially catch uh, his woman mm-hmm. or his I would assume ex woman at this point because he's a cow.
0: Well, considering what she's done, yeah.
1: Uh, I I got to be honest with you. This in this particular scene when he finally catches her, I genuinely feel for him. Mm. Like I I genuinely feel for him. The first time I seen it. I moted a bit because mm-hmm. I felt for him. He's like, because he's talking to her. He catches her putting the case in the book, and, and she's like, "Says the money," and she's like, "Oh, baby, I'm so, I was so right." And he's like, and the way he s- starts his dialogue, mm-hmm. you just you feel for him because he just he's like, oh, stop."
0: Yeah. Like enough of your bullshit. And he, and he clearly can tell that this whole illness that she had is clearly fake. Uh, like no, no
1: pain today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
0: what I mean, and then.
1: He asks a question, which, and it kind of like, like I say, that guy just, he's acting in this movie. Is really great. Like, just see certain emotion scenes or facial, the guy is a great actor. But he looks at her and he's like, he's like, why? Like, why did you do that? As if to say, like, you knew I would have done anything for you. Why did you have to lie to me? Mm -hmm. And she's like, and the sickest goddamn was he's like, because I knew you would. Mm-hmm. And at the minute, she's, I was like, the first time I seen the film, I was like, run her down with the car, run mm-hmm. her down with the fucking car, what a cow. Mm-hmm. Take the bag out of the boot and lamp her with it. <laughs> Evil bitch. Yeah, like you're a criminal, you know, Like, and I, I knew you probably would. He would have done it for you. you yeah. Yeah. He put himself back in it because he looked like, the bits of the film you see when he's yeah. interacting with me it looked like he'd put that behind him. Yeah. He looked like he was, you know, from all of a better word of way of putting it, he looked like he was happily
0: domesticated. <laughs>
1: you know, he had what he assumed was a nice relationship, he had what looked like her friends which were more of that kind of set he wanted to mix with, he didn't seem like he yeah. wanted to be a criminal. No. He took up the mantle again to help her.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: You know? The thing you hear stories about criminals, even both in, in fiction and in real life, that you get a couple you make a couple mistakes when you're younger, you go to jail and then you well, spend the rest of your life trying to fix it. Well like you go the reason reason then after that you go back into crime and everything is because you're already painted with the tarp of criminals. So like, well whatever avenue is there for me, I've clearly done something I'm somewhat good at even though I got caught. Mm. Might as well continue on this <laughs> path here as my only option. I think I think a lot of the time in that regard and especially like
1: whether it be in film or whether it be in reality, if you go down that path in any way, it's a it's a path you're never gonna find the end to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Always and I hate I hate to be the movie guy here. But oh,
0: you beat your movie. but, a,
1: no, but you know, you know what I mean, like that, think of the classic scene for that shit Godfella film, the third one. <laughs> Every time I try to get out, they pull me back in.
0: Everybody, everybody knows that line, but never one, no one ever feels to tell you. Never, no one bothers to say which Godfather it's from because they know it's the only. I but nobody's bothered to say that because that's only one thing, seemingly the only redeeming thing that people want to talk about from that third film.
1: Well, a lot of the a lot of the reason that third film ended up so shit in many people's eyes that it was a twenty year gap. Oh well, yeah, because the first two were very
0: close. No, together. the first two
1: were done in the seventies. Sorry, this one was done in the nineties. I'm sorry,
0: but the first two were, like I said, so close together. So I stuck out one or two things between the two. But he was focused on the first two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, it when... was even a TV series about the fucking about them trying to get the rights to the Godfather book and everything because the book I think was took took hit elements from real life gangsters and then oh, yeah. so people were worried about that getting out into an actual film. So I've never seen the TV series, but I've heard God, of it. Uh,
1: Well, you know like the like classic character in the, the original Godfather movie, you know, Johnny Fontaine? And
2: mm-hmm.
1: that story how the Godfather went and held a gun to the guy's head to make him sign an offer he wouldn't refuse, you know what I mean? That's loosely based around Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And I hear tell Sinatra wasn't he all too pleased with the comparison yeah. back in the day.
0: Like... There was even like a mob character in NXT called the uh, Tony D'Angelo. who just basically seemed like everyone joked about like the the guys by NXT just finally watched the Sopranos and everything like as we as a stereotypical mafia character. Yes, I find something very enjoyable about Tony a character. He came out many weekend last year in a big like uh, car with some guy who had, whose, whose real life family had been involved in mafia like yeah. business. and I did had a documentary. Came out on Netflix about them, so he came out with them. so he came out with a real life mobster in a car, and I seen some people doing like the only thing that would make this more on the nose if they came out to the Sopranos scene song. <laughs> Do you know talking
1: about wrestling just quickly? Yeah, I've got to say the thing that made me just ever so pleased about Raw this week. What was it? Before
0: I say it, have you seen the Riddle Damien Priest match? I haven't seen it. Know who wins? I've seen a I I've who seen highlight, Know who wins? Seen it, one or two highlights of it. Because like, because I was watching a couple of clips, cause it shows me they were all over us. So I was watching this compilation; I didn't show them. So yeah, much. Yeah. The last thing you see is him um, doing a Falcon Arrow, but a Falcon Arrow, we can't release him and launches him across the fucking ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did, but I was just happy with the result of that match.
1: Hmm. I do not want that man infecting London with his presence. <laughs> Oh, he'll probably still be here because they're teasing him versus Gunther in a title nice match. C flat, weed,
0: stupid looking wee, wee happy sandal wearing bobad beats Gunther. Like they two have had matches on the Indies when Matt where it was more him, were embracing I'm I'm a guy who used to fuck people up in UFC kind of guy. Instead of going Brew. Like well everybody knew he was into his, his weed, but they never he never forced it on you, basically. So yeah, some songs hell there's one in progress, Alexandra Palace, like two, two and a half thousand people. Yeah. Him, Walter and Timothy Thatcher in a three-way match, just trying to beat the shit, beating the shit out of each other. They we were fighting for something called the Atlas title, which was a new cruise title. I've heard t- you know the t- Yeah, you know, they brought back the cruiserweight title and they was, like 205 and under. The mm. Atlas title was basically 205 and up. So, as, as the... Kind book, of like the x title one. No, no, it was a, basically a heavyweight spell, like a guy with a certain wheel over 205 pounds. Like, or as the fans would just the chant during Atlas matches, Big Lad Wrestling Man <laughs> Big B-L- Lad Bill.
1: BLW. <laughs> BLW. What were
0: we talking about?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Well, I was talking about the way Johnny remoted.
0: Yeah.
1: In that scene. And I think it was really telling because at that point in the film when he's interacting with that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you, can, you can you can tell how fucking hurt he is by the situation. He's like, I fucking I trusted you, you know, and you you. She basically fucking used them. But mm-hmm. I love it when he goes away for it. He's like, he's like, I'll take the money and I'll take the car. I'm not taking you or you but can shoved over young.
0: like and like He drives off without her and everything. Like and you need,
1: said, so you need me. And he goes as I say, nah I don't need you, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm done with you, cow. And the good thing about it is, when she tries to run off, she and gets
0: she, caught. And the cops are there. I mean, even though she doesn't have the make it, she's still an accomplice. They have enough evidence to point her as an accomplice to the crime. Right, no, she'll get hers.
1: And then, then John manages tra- to drive past the initial police. He's mm-hmm. driving down to the the ticket booth, yeah. hands the ticket over. And who pops out the curtain? Well, there's Warwick.
0: Like, there's a gun on him, everything. And... He's basically saying, like, you know, I can... I memorise every bit of your house. I can tell people, and I'll take you down with me. Yeah. And, like, he says about i reference like, I'm a police lieutenant, or like, you're a criminal. Who's going to believe you? Mm. And then he's, like, Warwick then takes most of the money. He, gives, he takes a couple of seconds and throws it to like, I'll be enough to get across the border or whatever. He's like, that'll
1: get you that'll get you away from here, at least. Aye. Uh, but then he, he takes the bulk of the money for himself. Pretty much, yeah. And, then you have to wonder, is that why Warwick has such such um comfortable situation perhaps i mean where do
0: you think he gets his drugs from hmm and then he gets like thing on his radio like oh well, did you, you see him? like no i haven't seen him you no know, i've got some business to take care of you know it's local like you don't have a car like i said it's local i'll see you later so basically and he's just walking out he's like music's playing over yeah as he's casually just walking thinking he's got away with everything are like fuck up we just fuck John, he let him go and he's got the money. Oh, he's got all this money in the bag, and nobody's and like, gonna get it. The,
1: the, the problem that I had is gone. Mm-hmm. I've got the money. The bitch has been arrested. Yeah. It's all nice, little
0: neat package. Everything's <laughs> really better up in a neat little package. <laughs> and then, but not for wait because then. It cuts to like a couple, month, months a couple later. of months later. Yeah. And... Other detective has been sent uh an envelope with a, a Polaroid of uh, John yeah. inside Warwick's home
1: Being with d- a with a little note wrote on the bottom that was saying watch out.
0: And he's been like tied it's when he's tied of work, getting like his deaf face i so him like taking yeah. a photo. And he's like, Watch out. And so the guy presents this to what who before this is like the Dos music player, he's staring at past which there the past crime scenes up on his wall which most people didn't think any of it wise at all obviously being a lieutenant there's Some cases he's 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 worked but he's probably sitting there with because he's a loon alright let's just put it in layman's still uh, there's
1: a fucking fruit loop
0: and he's like snapped into reality when the guy comes in talking about the case and and like, the way the guy
1: says it he's like he's, he's clever about it the way he's saying it you can tell us all the detectives just as clever mm-hmm. you know and he's like god
0: can't believe he got past you down there. Yeah. Oh, must must like, begin old. Well, let's begin old. <laughs> and he, he sends a thing like, oh, well, he's clearly trying to mess with us. You know, he knows, you, you said it yourself when he's failed, he's calculated. Yeah, know.
1: right away he's like, it's funny how he sent this picture. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then Warwick skillfully, in my opinion, mm-hmm. skillfully brushes it off like it's nothing. He's like, God, the tricks
0: these people can pull nowadays. Mm-hmm. Are oh, you, yeah.
1: are, and then the other cop's like, are you
0: saying this is a forgery?
1: Well, well, like, well, it's got to be. Come on.
0: Well, the explanation is there's there. like, yeah, but like, and he's it's like, like what it's a, a Polaroid, you know. you can't. He's like, what other explanation is there apart from the obvious one? Like, you don't think I would associate myself like I, oh, I, I can't, I, I, can't ignore this. I wouldn't expect you to, but like, he's, he's trying to be civil about everything. Like, he, uh, he's like, like, why don't, why don't you come around to my house? Hey I mean, like, because like, like, he says like I need you to do like a three years, I need you to look in your house because like have he yes, asked this guy has been in his house, look I wouldn't let this kind of person in my house and he's like
1: look if you want to come around my house have a look around I'll make some dinner it'll be fine yeah. and he's like I-, I was really thinking of something more formal mm-hmm. and he's like and then he gets serious he's like I'm asking you as a friend mm-hmm. I'm being respectful I don't have to be mm-hmm. and then the guy relents obviously because we've got a history and he's like alright what time mm-hmm. and he's like eight hey,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and then just before he leaves the room he's like do you drink red or white and he's like "Oh, red and he's like fantastic
0: because earlier oh, by the way when they were in the car he looks in the that same cop was in the back seat right and he looked in his widow and like two of his guests have popped up again but this time dressed as cops yeah yeah and then this time he walks out and they're all dressed as cops they're all, they're all, all they're dressed as cops with this the some weird ass fucking credits by the way the weird. Way.
1: credits. I gotta say I love the song though.
0: Yeah, I like the song, The a weird credit. The
1: song by Krishna Jones. Hmm. There you go. I do you know I have I have searched and searched and searched and searched on Spotify. Hmm. It's not there. Makes me sad because I Shame. I'll be honest with you. And this is me being brutally honest. It is a really good song to get high to. <laughs> It really is. I'm sure you're just can, you, can, you, can, you can smoke a joint and you can put that on your headphones and you can go, wow. He was a loony. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm high, so it doesn't matter. It's yeah. cool. David Hyde Pierce can be all the loonies he wants to be because he's just awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yeah. But yes. well, that then brings the film to close leaving on a cliffhanger Will This potato would be smart enough to catch Warwick or World turn him into another For to win his scrapbook,
1: I I believe if if it goes bad for the detective,
0: and where where did John end up as well? Where how far away did he get? Yeah, but I believe it may end up a lot worse for the said detective, Mm
1: -hmm. than it would have happened for any other Mm -hmm. person. Because you see, that detective friend of his is not exactly a loose end. Mm -hmm. That is a severely that is a Gregorian knot type end.
0: Mm. What a reference. I know, right? I know. I'm glad I understood it as well. I... Yeah. Oh, veneer. Veneer. Uh-huh. Veneer. Chin chin.
1: <laughs> veneer. On the podcast, we just use this as an excuse to drink cider in the afternoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not saying the cider made that any funnier than it was, but... You know. I mean, I've noticed, I've, I've noticed the more side we uh, we were fine not going off in tangents at the start of the show, but the further into the side we've gone, the more tangents have shown up. Isn't it good the tangents only started to creep up nearly the end though? We'd have been here until tomorrow if we'd have started at the start. Started at the start? Where else are you gonna fucking start? In the middle. Cool. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Feel feel shame.
1: <laughs> I feel no shame. Well, you should. It would help you. I don't I don't understand the concept. Uh,
0: willfully. Like if he did get I know mean, it would be weird if this detective also disappeared, but like it was only he and as far as they know, only he and Oric know about at this point know about this photo, so Yeah, because obviously he's brought this to his attention. So so nobody so as far as you know, no one else would know that this guy was due to be at his for dinner. So it's an interesting cliffhanger to leave this film on. It really is, it really is. So but, but it's I've got to say,
1: because I know you always ask me my my opinion of it. Thumbs up. Where where how many thumbs, Paul? I don't have enough thumbs for this movie. <laughs> you know, I, I give this is a ten out of ten for me. <laughs> this movie, I fucking love it. Hmm. And let us say I'm not. That's good for me too, because I'm not, as a rule, so big into independent movies. I like a few. Like I could, mm-hmm. I could count the number on one hand. I like a few,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but this one is special. But, and it's not just because it's David Hyde Pierce. I just find it a fucking fantastically good movie. Mm-hmm. Very underrated movie, in my opinion. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and I, d- I, definitely believe what I said at the start. I definitely think it has a cult following, being lat because of the fact that like. David Haye Pierce is in it. Be that because people just enjoy good <laughs> independent film, whatever the reason. Mm-hmm. It's good, mm-hmm. you know.
0: So, well, I know that's why I, I teased it because I didn't want to give too much away before the review. Yeah, I said. Yeah, well, what did you think of this and that? You were saying. I said I will. I will.
1: I will reveal. <laughs> <As> <laughs> I the I
0: I think I've been
1: very descriptive and quite on point as to why I think this isn't. An- you know, awesome movie.
0: That you don't even have any notes. I I didn't need them. <laughs> and you're just you're going off all these bits so like so well on you because you, were, you had notes in the last episode and is one of those episodes where you know it so well you're off the ground, so well on you. Well, thank you, Scott. Thank you. I
1: will I will take a, I will I will take a drink to celebrate with dedication to the cause.
0: Yeah. Anyway. here's My thoughts on it. I will not give it the same rating as you. Okay. But I will give it one singular thumbs up. Ooh, one singular. That is still good. Because there are some questions I have coming out of it. Some of it I think are intentional, some of them I'm not sure if they are intentional or not, but sometimes that's the fun thing about it. But one or two secondary characters giving questionable acting they mean they're not important overall, I don't think, those people. So it doesn't matter if their acting is a bit Shit. Shit. If I, if I might ask. Plus, plus this is my, well, my viewing of this is my one and only viewing of the movie. So I have not seen it as many times as you may or may not have.
1: Ah. It's, it's one of those films that like, you can watch a few times you go, Oh, that's new. Oh, that's a new bit. Yeah. Oh, I didn't quite realise that. It's mm-hmm. great.
0: <sighs> not this heat, though. This heat is not great. Yeah, it's not great. But for a first bit, knowing a decent amount about what the film really entailed, when it really kicked into what I knew about it, mm-hmm. it, was very intriguing to watch that unfold. With interest, I was not expecting. I, I, I. So you know, the guy comes in. He says, "Lieutenant." When he when the work opens the door, I then we round it, turn the volume up a little bit more just to make sure he said, "Lieutenant." Yeah, like that. What did he say? Like, oh, Jesus. he's a, he's a fucking cop. Fuck. <laughs> he's a
1: cop. <laughs> what did before you went? Uh, realised that, oh shit, he's, one, he's a pig, <laughs> <laughs> you know, before you realised that, did you have any kind of preconceived notion as to what Warwick might have been or? Not at all. You know, did you no. think he might have just been yeah. an independently wealthy psychopath?
0: I, I assume so, it must have been something wealthy, something, that, someone who would kind of walk in the steam crowd at the people at Nails and Fisher would yeah. have. And I'll rephrase
1: that, not independently wealthy, but
0: independently comfortable. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Because I didn't think his job would factor into the film at all. I thought this thing was going to be entirely contained within this and the final scene would be when John finally escapes from, from the house. Whether and, it's escape or killing him. Yeah, or whether whether, whether Warwick gets arrested or killed in the end, that was a great thing because I, I, I didn't look up about any, I didn't see any spoilers about how this film ended. Well, or see, that's like that. a good
1: thing. You went into it blind. Mm-hmm. You know, Relatively that's the best so. way. definitely so.
0: And so, Yeah. I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, I mean, I, I didn't entirely jo- enjoy my experience watching the last class. I guess, could be seen the Christmas Carol movie, yeah. <laughs> but I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed that. I would have enjoyed that Christmas Carol movie more so if it hadn't been a fucking musical. I mean, I would have been funny if like, the Muppet Christmas Carol in terms of musical, in terms yeah, of the, well, songs are, the songs are woven throughout the movie. Yeah, it's
1: great, and plus there's Muppets.
0: Oh, yeah, there's that. Because, you know, it's, it's like the lamp, not the rat, like the lamp, not the rat. <laughs> we uh, so I definitely it was a lot very it was not a, an unenjoyable viewing experience <laughs> and like once I really got into the bit where Warwick turned you know the sight the viewing of it really the time really flowed by in terms of yeah, it yeah. D- didn't feel I mean, it's not a long movie like just shy of an hour and a half I believe so yeah, I believe 20 so. maybe around 25 somewhere somewhere in that range somewhere in that, that ballpark very close to the 90 minute mark which is Standard for because kind of the minimum length for a feature film, so which is, which is decent. To the guy who did not just from a short film to a film of that length. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So even then, it can be amazing how films sometimes that are only around ninety minutes can feel longer depending on the quality, and films that are two and a bit hours feel like they flow by. It all depends on the quality of the film. It means how much you feel of the time yeah. of the runtime of it, and this one you didn't really feel much of the runtime, even though the runtime was short to begin with. You mm. Didn't feel anything dragging anywhere. Oh no, 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 no.
1: Let's say, everybody in the film apart from, like you say, certain questionable, mm-hmm. questionably bad acting characters. Yeah. But I mean, every movie's got one or two. Of them. Yeah, yeah. You you think the movie was weird if some of the acting wasn't shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but everything in this film, in my opinion, and. I honestly like feeling I don't think I'm being overconfident when I say this. If you do have an opportunity to watch it again, mm-hmm. I strongly recommend it because it's one of those films where just your enjoyment and your appreciation builds and builds, you know, it's just layer upon layer, story build, character build, the acting's great. there, there is predominantly no downside to this film. You know. Like you can, you can you basically take the shit elements of this film and they're like minuscule, mm-hmm. tiny, and easy to ignore mm-hmm. because John is great in the movie, fucking Warwick is great, even the cops, man, the side the side cops, you know, like his his friend and the little guy
2: mm-hmm.
1: the imaginary people, everybody's good in this movie. Everything every scene has layers. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and it builds and it builds and it builds. And it, it doesn't build too slowly, it doesn't build too quick. It is a very well made movie, I think. Yeah. You know, very well made. And I think, honestly, I'm starting to realise what you were saying a little earlier. I think this is the most passionate I've been about an eclectic
0: escapade so far. It is an eclectic escapade, but I thought when we were reviewing it, I don't think I've seen this. And usually when there's stuff. You're this passionate about it, we share kinda of passion about. But I don't could but it's like, given it's the first my first exposure to it. Oh yeah yeah And yeah. My, my opinions of are still forming. Well like I say I in a so you you're more high on it than me, but that's not saying that I didn't like it, I'm saying I'm still forming my opinions. Maybe yeah, a few yeah. more viewings would really help in oh, my personal. No. I'm opinions. not I I don't pass any judgment on your opinion of
1: it first viewing. Mm-hmm. You know. Not at all. Like you do that, like you're going to ruin a person's enjoyment of the film in the first place. But you say, yeah. well, you, you didn't enjoy that the right way." Uh huh. Well, how the fuck was I supposed to enjoy it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? was I supposed to stand uh, at a certain angle and watch it? Was I, was I supposed to have the
0: exact same opinion on the film that you had to every detail? No. Yeah. That's not why people fucking watch movies. Because, because film is an art form, and the phrase artist's objective is very is is a very true statement. Oh and so, hell yeah. So, there would be no way to examine films and art if everyone had to see the same opinion of them. Yeah, clearly, people have varying opinions of this given the different scores that I talked about at the Oh, start. yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got the people who give it positive
1: scores, they're correct. Mm. you got people who don't, yeah. they're
0: just uneducated. And then you've got people who give us awards, which this film did get a couple of. And they deserve a pretty button. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, that comes to an end. Uh, our Eclectic Escapade. It was. Pure, mad, brilliant. We're going to go was. back to Kelsey Grammer for a couple. Uh, if we, I have some bad films uh, The star Kelsey Grammer that I want to talk about. He's not necessarily bad in them. Is it the Transformers film? Oh, yeah, I want to talk about that at some point. Yeah, I you want to because talk it, about it, that. That's, it's going to be, well. as much as you might hate this film when you watch it, know that I'm hating it more than you okay. for two reasons. Well, well more maybe more than two, but two specific reasons. One, it's got Kelsey in it trying his best. I love Kelsey. And he, he, is the other reason Megan Fox and She can Act? Oh, well, Megan Fox isn't in this one. Oh, is she not in that one? No, no. She left in one. She's in the first two and then moaned about the conditions that Michael Bay are work under, comparing him to a Nazi, and Steven Spielberg would be executive producer about it, and basically said, like, oh. Get her fucking... Uh, get the fuck, basically. You can't, you can't actually do a job, you lazy you, bitch. You fuck know, Steve be Spielberg, being of a Jewish background, di- directed one of the most impactful... Nah, no, he probably you probably didn't appreciate the Nazi comment. Being being director of one of the most impactful films about Nazism and Jews and Cinder's List, you know. That wasn't Spielberg. Yes, it was. Are you sure? Yes, it was. I'm not, I'm not saying it was, it was, it was I'm, I'm just saying it asking. was I'm asking. It was. Because I, I talked about Carl the other day in terms of, like, he did Schindler's List and Jurassic Park in the same year. I said some people think that certain directors need to stick to either your horror blockbusters or your serious dramas uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or indie films. Zeroth so, you know, proved you can do both. Yeah. You got all these awards, you got all these awards, and for one film and book all these box office records with the other. I did. I did not. I was sorry, not. Sorry, sorry. I wasn't getting affronted. No, it, but no.
1: Like, I was not trying to cause affront. <laughs> I genuinely did not know he directed the movie. See, mm-hmm. because I've seen the movie a few times, and I'm so. I'm both enamoured and disgusted by the yeah. movie, but a lot of it is to do with the acting in the movie. Yes. You know, like Ben Kingsley, fucking uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. It's a fantastic and of course. awful movie in the same regards,
0: mm-hmm. you know? I really should re-watch it. I watched it the first time when I was very young. I probably was too young to, not too young to watch it in terms of like, the subject matter, but too young to... Appreciate, the appreciate, film. And, and pay proper attention to the subject matter.
1: I'll just tell you something now. If you watch it now as an adult, I would, I would have tissues next to you because mm. you'll need them. It's a very sad
0: movie. Because, like even since then, I've learned more about that period of history. Because I was a big history was one of my favorite subjects through school, through like did high you? school, through high school, and then I did a social sciences course in college where history was another big factor of See, it. So this
1: is why we're best friends. This is <laughs> why we do a show. <laughs> Because you know, man. You I love know. history. History is fucking godly.
0: Although, I do find it funny because one of my favourite films is *Embrace and Colin Farrell jokes are, I used to hate history. just a bunch of stuff that's already happened. <laughs> but, uh what was I talking about? Hi. Transformers. Hi. <laughs> bloody please. tangents. Please, please. use both told her to get the fucks. But, hi. I, I love Kill Grammar* and I love Transformers and this film almost ruins my love of both of them. Damn. I was like that when I seen Expendables three. It, it's it's. I I will, Paul. Well, will okay, we'll wait. We wait before we do Transformers for It's before the next one. But but believe me, Paul. I will have several rants throughout that review. Are you sure you wouldn't like me to roll you a joint for it? <laughs> That's a future problem. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when when it comes. But. Hill. Oh. Well, well I I certain actors like the actor who voices Optimus Prime even by this point has talked about why how he got a bit annoyed with the dialogue being written for him which is why he's a big fan of these newer films because Michael Bay is not involved with them at all
1: oh good good
0: I've not even seen the newest ones come out but I want to no
1: I felt the same see the way you describe your feelings and attitudes towards Mm -hmm. this uh, I would assume third Transformers movie Fourth. fourth right I feel the same way about Expendables 3 uh huh I watched that movie. It had some of my absolute fucking favourite people in it. You know, Banderas,
0: Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. Mel Gibson, Frasier. Hey, Mel Gibson is a terms of a villain for this kind of movie. Mel Gibson, you couldn't get many... Opinions. But, do you know what they
1: did with Expendables 3? The same stupid bullshit they did with Blade 3.
0: I wonder Rose is in Expendables 3. I
1: don't care if she's in it. I'm just saying. You know... You remember Blade 3? Blade Trinity? They got a bunch of stupid, wanky wee wokey bastard teenagers. Those are sort of Ryan Reynolds. In oh that. fuck, I don't like him. He's oh,
0: you, I will not hear disparage about Ryan Reynolds. Fuck you.
1: He looks like a wee dick. But him and his stupid pals in the third Blade movie ruined that. And the whoever this bunch of techy wee dickheads were in the fucking third Expendables ruined that. First Expendables, 18 classic. Action movie fuckers had Steve Austin in it. Second Expendables, classic eighteen rated action movie shit had Van Damage in it, man. Third one, 15 rated, and had a bunch of wee techie dickheads ruining it. Mhm. Just like Blade
0: Three, wee teenagery techie dickheads ruin everything. I found it was funny. I watched an interview with Harrison Ford. He was on a panel with a few other people. Or, and he was already going to talk to a few other people and he basically openly admitted yeah I've never watched, I didn't watch the first two expendable films he started as is one of those guys who got to the point where older like I don't give a fuck about anything uh, That's
1: why he's making that new Indiana Jones that's woke as fuck Well we don't know that, we've not even seen it I watch a lot of commenter pages and I, well, that's I get the gist
0: but, yeah, but you're watching comment videos of other people's opinions of it so. Try finding your own opinions at some point yeah, I do,
1: but I, 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 see. Whenever I try and form my own opinions and actually give modern movies
0: a chance, a lot
1: of the time I still agree with the people making. Well, comments. You, can, you can
0: agree with them, but at least go out, at least give them a chance. Because if you get if you don't give them a chance, you'll never know. are right I've seen enough of that last fucking Indiana Jones. Oh
1: yeah, that's bad. I admit that's bad. And that was crap. I see. The only Indiana Jones movie I've seen that I really enjoyed was the one. And the only thing I know about this bloody film is because the scene was so weird to me was when the guy was eating snake babies and monkey brains.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about Temple of Doom. That's the one, yeah. I fucking hate Temple of Doom, sorry. I'm sorry to say. You hate it? Yes. People talk about, oh, the fourth one is so this and that and, like, oh, yeah, it's bad. It like, goes, oh, it's the perfect trilogy. And then everyone's like, have anyone who's actually watched Temple of Doom? I like Temple of Doom. There's things good about Temple of Doom, but overall, out of the, it's, it's definitely got Shit more problems than one in three. Is that the? Hell, hell, hell! The third one is my favorite. The one with him and his dad is my favorite. What's the third one? The third Last Crusade. Him and Sean Connery. Sean Connery plays his dad in it. Oh, I know that. But what's the one? Well,
1: some prick is wafting a whip at him with a knife or something. And he just shoots the cunt. That's the
0: first one. Aye, well, that's quite funny. Because we're going to do our work thing. a team behind the us like I'm in this foreign country it this food that I've been shooting about. I've got the shits. So I don't have time to hang about. I know you shit him. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a gun he's got a whip can I just shoot with him? <laughs> it really was for the better
1: yeah, it really was uh...
0: we really went off on this tangent we should have ended the show right? but I'm going to say we're going to be back with something maybe wrestling with you next time but what I'm going to say is next nice time to, to get S.K.P. will be Transformers for Age of Extinction to t- give it its full title I'm not looking forward to watching it it's longer than it should be it's got Mark Wahlberg in it which is already two, minus two points ahead against it like, I know, again, Paul, when you're watching it, try and find some cover and Scott is enjoying this twice as less, it's hating us twice as much as I am.
1: I'll likely find it on
0: on the fire sticks. Probably. It is bad, for several reasons of which I will explain, but I'm glad we get to space out with some good stuff in between before we get to it. Cider, right? Well other episodes <laughs> about, well we'll get to also do some other episodes about stuff we want to talk about and then we'll do that shit
1: Yeah, we'll make sure we're good and drunk to do it so you can be
0: Hell, the cider d- will make it even worse for me, when, when when I'm talking about it that is
1: I know, it'll be good to get you recorded being drunk and vitriolic about the movie, I
0: usually do that sober I think it'll be the most vitriolic I've ever been on a show woo, woo. I'm really hyping us up here but we'll get to it eventually, hell Come on, listen to this, Scott will be cursing I've got some plans to make up for like I'm gonna show Paul some actual Transformers afterwards to show look this can be good, it's not it's just Michael B's fault. And then we'll watch some other Kelsey Grammar stuff after this Like, see, it's not his fault. Or he's or we, he he's made a bad decision.
1: Or we could just do a random movie review of the like, original
0: Transformers animated movie. Oh I that wanna do really that. Cool. Hell, I recently ranked it amongst my favourite movies of all time recently. Yeah. Transformers. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Robot in this sky. But yeah, Perfect Host was a hell of a film. Make sure you leave us your comments and uh, let us know what you thought of it. Have you heard of it? How did you hear of it? Let us know. What do you think of Dear Hyde Pierce's weird turn in the film? Let yeah. us know on Twitter at SPRAMLINE. Like let me you know. It's coming from j 6 if you want to get in touch. Let us know at rogue underscore opinions because we're on the rogue opinions feed as well as our own feed. And let us know on facebook.com forward slash rambling podcast. Mm-hmm. Be sure. Oh, last time we did a Fraser episode. I wanted to read out a bunch of comments because I got a hell of a bunch of comments from Frasier fans that giving, you... varying, giving varying opinions about Poppy and the Bulldog development of his character. Yeah, I, re- I read our comments page. It was, it was most vast. I did not get a chance to read those comments out. I forgot about that. I've been so busy with worrying everything. But next time we do an actual Frasier episode review, I will get those comments together. If we get any comments on this, I will bring those to. Yeah,
1: you, your voices will be heard, people. So, your voices will be heard.
0: Yes. So make sure if you have this one leave a comment there. And let's and check out our past eclectic SQAs that we've already mentioned. Stay tuned for future eccentric SPs that we've already talked about. Yeah. Uh stay tuned for a wrestling with content if you're interested in that. And our my Python content. All sorts of interesting stuff in the alley, and we're gonna continue to bring that kind of content to going through Twitter think We've got quite a few different ideas we're trying out. We really uh, are to twenty twenty three and standing upon
1: ideas that we're already doing. We we are just trying to bring more of our awesome velvety voices <laughs> to your good selves because we love you. We,
0: we do. We do. We we also follow our feed and the Rogue Opinions feed, which we're both on, uh, on all good Android podcasting sites wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Podbean. Anywhere, give us a like, rating, or review on your chosen platform. Please do. Take Please out on rogue opinions. The Rogue Retro SmackDown Review, which is a show me and Paul also do. We're, yeah, we're currently we currently have our
1: current episode upcoming, which is uh, Unforgiven two thousand. Unforgiven two
0: thousand, which is, I am I am most looking forward to the proper live in the, in the ring appearance of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, since his neck injury, he's back yeah. on the hunt for whoever took him down. We're gonna have a special guest already confirmed. it not my to say hello in case he cancels between now and then. Hmm. You, you wouldn't do that unless there was a good reason, but. Yeah, you don't want to put that kind of stuff in the universe and jinx yourself.
1: We have we have our special guests scheduled, but we do, we don't want to we don't want to worry them.
0: No, we we want, we want to get them on the show first, so we will have to coax them in. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. will It'll be a fun show. We also uh, we'll give him a sugar cube and rub his nose. we also going to do opinions. There is uh, Podney Easy with myself and Carl Pierce. Where recently we did do that top ten films of all time. You want to on my top ten. F- we do a lot of Star Wars and Marvel like content, and we, it's kind of become a joke within Rogue pains that oh, is that the only thing you guys watch? Like, no. <laughs> so we made a challenge. We're going. We gave our top ten films. And we said, fine. We'll take Marvel, and Star Wars off the table. We'll, we'll only. We'll. We'll do. We'll only use DC. We'll just be, <laughs> I have one DC film in my top ten. Actually, what was it? Batman Begins. Just for, is it? It's, I know you don't like Bale as Batman, but it's the first one of the three, and I gave my reasons for why. There's a hint to one. No, of No, no. I'm grown you. I don't like Bayless Batman, but I
1: I wouldn't have picked Batman Begins. If I would have picked out of, out of the Christopher Nolan Batmans. I would have picked out of the second or third.
0: It's just it's kind of a preference thing. I don't. I hate, think
1: so. I don't hate the other two. I mean, I, I mainly the, the only saving grace I find about the Nolan Batmans personally, is the villains. And mm. Ledger and Tom Hardy are like top classmen.
0: Like. That first one introduced me to the character of the Scarecrow, played by Killian Murphy, and that one. And then Scarecrow, I saw him in the arc- how they portrayed him in the Archenes of this freaking terrifying Same. character. And uh, so I made at- all that. And you got Liam Eason in there as cool and everything. He's cool in his role. So we he give- makes a cameo in the third. He does. He. So we give- We tried. We took Marvel and started off We improved. We could have. We actually have favorite films outside of those franchises. So who can check out. And see what my number one all time favorite film. I have a bit of a twist in my number one. Go find out what it is. I'm not going to tell you here. Go listen to it. We'll There's it. other stuff. Carl and Nathan and Liam do a show called Always at the Wheel. I think someone, I think it's got something to do with football. <laughs> I listened to the last one. They insulted me. I'm not listening again. All right. We have a word from someone. I don't know. I think they self paint. <laughs> the uh, Fraser reference. Another uh, man. One man's garbage. Another man's potpourri. I don't know. Some kind of soup. <laughs> We also have a uh, rank bank, me, me weekly <laughs> We, we Reese and Carl are doing we rank different things. We did uh WE champions when well, we did two parts of it. And in between both parts we've lost two WE champions and the Aaron and Billy Graham. I know. So, no, so, that so, sucks. so clearly our show was cursed. And also to other content there and on our page, so go listen to both of them. And before we sign off we must say one more one last time. Vinny That was Paul, I am Scott, that was the perfect host. Ta ta. See ya.